and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And of course, I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. We have a bunch of incredible podcast members with us tonight. Uh, we are still waiting on Wandering Dutch as well as, of course, uh, the slanderous one known as Everborn <laughs> Saga, who is running behind. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about a lot of ongoings. I mean, it's been very busy with gaming news. Uh, obviously, we're going to be talking about Iron Man, as you saw the lead thumbnail change. And we're going to be talking about the incredible talent that's going to be coming to Xbox Game Studios once this Activision Blizzard deal is done. I have a lot to say about the studios joining. And we're also going to get into a conversation where this weekend I saw a lot of people not happy that Call of Duty is going to go back to potentially being by year or even every every three years like it used to be, and that these studios, these t eight talented studios, should somehow remain in the salt mines of <laughs> Call of Duty. And speaking of salt mines, Kaysante, what's up, brother? How you feeling? Man, I'm doing good. How are you guys? How's everybody on the, in the chat realm? It's a great, great evening to talk some games and stuff. I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's it's been a, it's been a, it's been one of those weeks, man. I, I'm I'm not sure how I feel, but we're here talking games now, so I'm happy. So I'm happy to be here, and you have some good 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 topics to sink our teeth into. So I'm happy to to talk about it with you guys. So yeah, where is Everborn know, Saga? He should be here soon. He he's he's good. The slanderous one will be here. Uh, he has a lot to say about the uh, on the second half of the sh uh, show T today. We're going to be talking about those nine studio uh, those eight studios, and mind you, what's What's really bonkers about the conversation is that these eight studios are working on one game and they're now going to be allowed to go back to doing what they do best. And that's making yeah. original content. Like so, a, a storied uh, uh, a developer like Raven Studios. I mean, they've made some incredible games. One of my favorite that no one's ever played or at least those who remember playing is Singularity, which I talked about before. Mm -hmm. You know, just imagine if you, because uh, we know how Phil Spencer and and, uh, and they are at, at Xbox. They let people make what they want, and I'm hoping that we get to see something like I don't know a Banjo Rebirth or a Conquer Rebirth by Toys for Bob. I mean, there's, there's we're going to get into all the studios, but before we do, Crispy Bomb, how the heck are you? Oh, what's up, gentlemen? What is up, chat? And yes, we are ready to roll. We got some uh, we got some interesting topics nobody else is talking about. So let's get into it. Yeah, it, you know, that's one that's one of the intriguing things about doing as many shows as I do is that, you know, you can't regurgitate the same stuff. I mean, sometimes things happen like, I don't know, Jim Ryan steps on his own D and you got to talk about it because, well, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Um but you know what? Uh, we we are going to get into Iron Man. We are going to get into these studios. And 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 again, the the question is going to be raised and has been raised as soon as this weekend. Uh, again, people are suggesting that because Microsoft is going to take over Call of Duty, that somehow it's going to fall apart uh, because they're not going to be forcing these studios like Activision was and eight studios to make one game. I still think that uh, you know developers like Infinity Ward know exactly what they're doing, but we're going to break that down in a second. Uh, Mag, let's not forget you, brother. Yes. Uh, first of all, it's great to see you, Mag. You know, how's it going, and really, what you've been up to? 
Well, first of all, I want to say hello to everybody on the panel, everybody on the chat. It has been one heck of a busy week since I came off of COVID. I did the Xbox Infinite podcast on Friday. I was with Colt Eastwood and Gaz on Monday. And now I'm here again today for my regular uh, Wednesday night spot. It has been one hell of a crazy week. Been a lot of great times. Met a lot of new people. But enough of all that. I got to tell you, on the gaming front, uh, you know, I got to say, I waited the full year, okay? I avoided the FOMO. I did not get it, but now I got it. Thank you, Game Pass. I finally downloaded and ready to play Deathloop. And I also saw that new trailer for PSVR 2. Actually, you know, I was literally almost late to my own show playing Deathloop. I'm quite enjoying it. I, I Again, I bought it for the PlayStation 5, but I really wanted to play through it uh, on, on the Xbox, and now we can do that. But, you know, I got to tell you, uh, Mag, you yeah. know, the golden rule, is to make sure you play our before you play Arcane Studios masterpiece. You got to clean up the death hoop around your death hoop. That's right, boom. And for the times that you fail, you try and try again. You have to reach for Manscaped and make sure that that death hoop is clean and presentable for your next attempt at romance. And Lord knows, if you want your partner to have a real interactive immersive experience around your penis VR2, you better virtually get your hands on Manscaped. Boom, tell the fine folks at home what you can get with Manscaped if you order now. Uh, you can go to manscaped.com and type in the code DBG20 for 20% off your entire order and free shipping. And also, make sure to check out the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker, and the amazing Manscaped boxers with the Jewel Pouch technology, as well as the Performance Package 4.0. Obviously, Manscaped has once again graced Double Barrel Gaming with obviously partnering with us through the remainder of, of 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 you know the rest of the month of september and of course again remember manscape.com tell them boom send you and use the code dbg20 at checkout for 20 percent off and free shipping off your entire order thank you so much for once again <laughs> writing that incredible and very funny uh ad mag and i i mean i almost didn't make it through it because it well you hilarious. cracked about halfway through it's okay there's so nothing, did I, there's nothing cracked, like I saying death hoop for your death loop you know it's, it's <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's pretty incredible. But uh, when I was at work, do you know what it's like? Boom, you're sitting in my office. I'm trying to be all professional in a corporate <laughs> setting, and I'm writing on a piece of paper. Everybody thinks I'm doing something big for the corporation, and I'm writing penis VR2 on a piece of paper and trying not to laugh and with other people looking at me. It's it's really <laughs> it's really funny. But, anyways, go to Manscaped, guys. Come on, let's do it. Let's and let's get right into the show. Asante, well, stop listen. laughing. Yes. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, as we wait for the rest of our panel to get in here, we got to talk about one of the biggest stories that happened just yesterday. Uh, and folks, we have confirmation that EA or Electronic Arts Motive Studio has announced, folks, that it is making an Iron Man game. Now, this is being developed in collaboration with Marvel Games. This is a single player, third person action adventure game. And it, uh, the title is currently, you know, it's secret, but it is an Iron Man game, and it is in pre-productions, uh, as 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 where the game is right now, pre-production only. Uh, now, I pulled this story from good friends of the community, VideoGamesChronicle.com, and they had to say this: the game's developer development team is being led by executive producer Oliver Prowl, 
who previously worked on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy over at Eidos Montreal. And here is what Marvel's Games Vice President and Creative Director Bill Rosman had to say about this collaboration. We are thrilled to collaborate with the talented team at Motive Studios to bring their original vision of one of Marvel's most important, powerful, and beloved characters. Their experience in delivering both established entertainment uh, entertainment worlds and thrilling gameplay, combined with their authentic passion for the armored art icon, will fuel your quest to deliver a love letter to a legendary hero in the form of the Ultimate Iron Man video game. And here is what motive. Uh, now, if you didn't know, like, wh- wh- whose motive? Like, what what are they doing? What have they done? Well. They are obviously working on the Dead Space reboot, which looks bonkers good. And they also were, uh, were, were tasked to develop Star Wars Squadrons, which was pretty good. Now, they, there, there, is a, there is a quote that I want to read from them, and this is what they had to say. It's an honor and a privilege to have the opportunity to make a video game based on one of the most iconic superheroes in entertainment today said Iron Man executive producer uh, Proud. We have a great opportunity to create a new and unique story that we can call our own. Marvel is encouraging us to create something fresh. We have a lot of freedom, so it, so which, it, which is going to be so engaging for the team. And uh, what's interesting is that EA is also making a single player open world black panther game so it's it so as so what's going on with ea is not only do they have the uh the star wars licenses they also have the marvel licenses and i gotta be honest with you i i heard a lot of people talking about this when this was announced are they gonna use the anthem technology that bioware did for the game that you know the game itself wasn't the greatest but man those flying mechanics were spot on i don't know if they're going to use it but man they should let's let's go to crispy on this crispy this is this is big news you know obviously the mcu was extremely popular it continues to garner uh you know fans across the world make millions and millions of dollars in uh in the film and now we're starting to see uh the games now you know obviously it's no longer just spider-man it's no longer just miles morales and obviously Sony still has Wolverine coming in a couple of years. Now we're going to start to see it spread out. And obviously, this is going to be a third-party game. Um, do, but besides your excitement for Iron Man the game, is this an opportunity to Phil Spencer to get to, to, you know, to maybe get marketing rights early and often on these Marvel games before Sony gets their hands on it? Got to do something at this point. I mean, yeah. you already got you already got Wolverine and Spider Man just chilling over there, and we don't get to touch that. So I, you know, I, I'm not a good feeling. You know, unless you got a good PC, you know, you can run these things, or you know, maybe they get their their cloud gaming going a little better than like doing this weird streaming off your console thing that only works in certain spots. Um, you know, other than that, you know, this is where we go and say competition, like, dude relax with that like you know you guys we don't get to play these games you get to play just like if call of duty was exclusive you wouldn't get to play it it's called purchasing or or making a deal for the licensing one or the other now that being said we also look at microsoft like bro how is ea 
who has sucked wind on many Star Wars franchises at this point. You know, some of them are okay, but lately, besides Squadrons, I believe, right? That was the most, it was the flying one, and it, most people like that, right? Other than that, I mean, Battlefront, uh, I mean. Well, Battlefront won. I mean, they, they both had problems. They, they Unfortunately, they were, they were riddled with microtransactions. And then, and then you go and say, okay, well, obviously, because Anthem's sitting there doing nothing, there's assets there that they could probably use. Okay, it, it is quite possible. Not saying they're going to use the whole game or nothing, but the flying, I mean, I played the game. I played the demo. The flying was pretty satisfying in that game. I must say, um, you know, a lot of other things needed a lot of help and, you know, it is kind of unfortunate that they gave up on that game, but also maybe this has always been sitting there. You know what I mean? And they said, well, we tried, but we got something better for this type of stuff anyway. That's what I'm thinking at this point. And, and I, you know, Motive is, is proven to be, you know, a pretty good developer at this point. So, you know, it's, it's not like you're just handing it to somebody who just doesn't want to do it. If they didn't want to do it, I hope they wouldn't have it. So it was kind of like, oh, wouldn't you think Bioware would be the obvious choice? No, because they screwed up. You know what I mean? But they're still like, hopefully they share stuff just like Microsoft does. And they have the assets sitting there and you don't have to start from complete scratch. You know what I mean? So that's a possibility that could help in how long it takes. But we're also all sitting here like Microsoft, like you got to get an IP, bro. Like, you know. I don't care what it is. Get get a full on Hulk game. I don't know something, man. Someone like, actually just said that in the chat. As a matter of fact, where where is? Let me see. Some actually, yeah. someone just legitimately just said they should get the Hulk and do like a uh, an ultimate. Uh, remember the Hulk game on the on the old mm-hmm. GX box? That mm. was was that Ultimate um, Destruction? Was yeah, that the ultimate one? Yes, destruction yes, was, that was a great game. Freaking good, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I mean. Dude, Phil, man, like it's not like we're we, this is the first time we're saying it, and I think everybody else is gonna have kind of the same sentiment. What are you doing? Or at the least, let's get you know, make sure it's in you know, not getting special stuff on you know, Sony side. Like, that's what we hate even more. Like, dude, like, come on, like, you, you gotta give us a bone here, you throw it in Game Pass. Let's go, Phil, like, get that deal ready. Like, you know, but still, like, we, we need there's so many other you know marvel universe type things that you can get into like we haven't seen anything from you like i understand you don't want to do a ton of licenses but but we need a bone here if you could do indiana jones you can give us something from marvel come on yeah i i actually think you're on to something you know we we've talked about this not only on this program we've talked i've talked about this specifically on numerous programs regarding uh microsoft's reluctance or really phil spencer's reluctance to uh to sign up uh and, and, you know and and license out IP because you know he has a an ideology where he wants uh total control uh, uh you know of of an IP and I I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they might be a little gun shy with things that happened in the past obviously you know some some of the IPs that, well, we got to remember when when Microsoft only had you know five or six studios. Or even you know four studios when it was really just Gears, Halo, and Forza, uh, they had to depend on third third and second party, and some of those um, collaborations didn't work out like the way that they wanted. Uh, some of the IP they don't have no control over. So so I totally get it. But see, Marvel is a different animal. Uh, you know when when they when they when they revamped 
this um, video game electronics division of Marvel to coincide with the MCU, they specifically said that they wanted people, developers, as well as publishers to play in their world, come tell new stories, design games, you know, design Marvel, use Marvel characters to tell your story. I I, kind of, I I know Microsoft has so much going on and they have so much in development. I know people are going to be like, boom, what, how, how much do you want them to do? But, I mean, everyone's making a Marvel game <laughs> except Microsoft. It's it's a bit of a head scratcher, to be honest with you. But I'm happy that Iron Man is coming out. I don't again. I don't know who what technology they're going to use, but when we get to see this playing, if it plays, if it flies anything like Anthem, it's going to be amazing. Um, I again, this is so early. We don't know the story. We don't know if it's going to have other heroes in it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm sure if you're Sony, you're going to try and put Spider-Man in there and hold it back from everybody. But that's, you know, we'll talk about that when that happens. Um, Kaysons, let's get your opinion on this. This is this is big news. Uh, Iron Man is iconic, obviously. And, uh, you know, we we know that they have uh, they have motive has the chops, man. I mean, they're doing great work with Dead Space. Star mm-hmm. Wars Squadrons was very well received. Mm-hmm. You know, yep, it was yep. very Rogue Squadron esque, if yep. you will. I, I played, I played Star Wars Squadrons in VR, all of it, and oh, absolutely man. great, great game. Wow, well, absolutely great. Yeah, uh, Motive. For those who don't remember, Motive did Battlefront Two, the campaign, yep, which was sure did. Which part was of the, awesome. the part of it was that was good was the it. campaign, and they did that. Yeah, I, I've been following Motive for for quite some time actually. Uh, the the the. One of the creatives on Assassin's Creed, what's her name? Um, you know, they say she has a curse. <laughs> I forget her name. Yes, uh, I know what you're talking about. Ah, oh, I can't remember either. She's known as Jade Raymond. Jade Raymond. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Jade Raymond, known as one of the creators of Assassin's Creed. Yep. She created Motive, right? And then she went to Motive and not much happened. And she left Motive and then they've started releasing a few things here and there. So so I've been keeping an eye on Motive. And I think I think some IGN folks are used to also uh work there now as well so very interesting studio i've been i've been keeping up with with some of their stuff and and like i said the the uh some of their star wars output has been quite good you know so whenever any anytime they say they're doing anything third uh, third person action adventure you know uh focusing on story very story driven I'm, i'm very excited about that because motive seems to pay as much attention to the writing as they do the coding and the graphics and all of that as well. They, they really want to be the next storyteller kind of studio. You know, they haven't really, uh, so far, nothing they've done has hit it out the park to a point where people, you know, know them as, Hey, they've arrived yet, but they're, they're really looking for that one good thing to, 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 to really establish them. Right. So I, I am, I am pretty excited about this because, you know, uh, um, we live in a world where, where, um, where Insomniac Spider-Man exists, right? So before we lived in a world where you'd hear a a tie-in, you know, IP tie-in is coming out and you're like, eh, whatever. But basically Spider-Man has laid the groundwork. It has set a standard, right? As has Batman and all those others that that have come before them. So, you know, when when a... I would consider, you know, we're talking EA here, so we always have to set our expectations accordingly, but I would consider motive ea is one of ea's prestige studios they're not there churning out sports games right they're not there just continuously you know doing the same thing they're being allowed they're allowed to be creative and do interesting things so you know i'm i am excited to see what they do with this 
and I'm I'm suspecting that they they would have uh, ambitions like, hey, we saw what Insomniac did with a with a Spider-Man with, with a, a Marvel property. Let let us put ourselves on the board there and shoot our shot. You know what I'm saying? Like you would be weird not to do that, right? In a world where where Insomniac was given a Marvel property and it, it basically has turned them into you know the, the the darlings of the gaming world because they can do no wrong with Marvel. Pretty much, you know, you're also getting that chance now. That that's an awesome opportunity. So I don't think they would take that lying down. You know what I'm saying? So so I, I am looking forward to to what they do with it. Now my question is, what engine will they use? Well, hopefully you know, it's not well, the frostbite. That's for this sure. is my question. Yeah, and, and 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 you know where I'm going with it. You know, mm-hmm. I hope they don't use the frostbite engine, and I hope Zampella is somewhere advising them. Because they need an advocate in, in EA, because we all know that in that place, bureaucracy tends to overshadow creativity, you know, and, and they definitely need to be creative on this one, right? They, they need to knock this out the park, fresh story, you know, th- this, is, this, is the, this is for them to win, right? You know, yeah. it, it's for them to win. All you had to do was slap MCU on it, and everybody would be excited, you know, and, and, and so, so, yeah, we, we shall see. We shall see. Now, now my final question on, on all this before I, I give up the mic is, you know, if this doesn't work out, will Disney finally stop constantly giving uh, uh, IPs to to EA? Because it seems like their their track record is a little a little bit spotty. Oh, their track record is very you know? spotty to say the least. Uh, you know? I, I mean, how, it's... how how bad must they mess it up? You know, at some point before it's like, all right, enough, enough, you <laughs> give give us that back. <laughs> I, I would say that if it's anything like Anthem, then yes, uh-huh. it's a failure because Anthem, yeah. you know, had a whole bunch of things going for it, and it was supposed to be the Destiny killer, mm-hmm. and it was not even making a fart. So, uh, you know, True. unfortunately, the- although to your point, they did in Anthem just just like just like uh, you could say uh, Insomniac was basically uh, um, they were. They put out their resume in the form of, of uh, uh, Sunset Overdrive, which got them the, the shot that was Spider-Man. You could say Anthem was was the resume building exercise for the the, the inevitable uh, um, Iron Man. So hopefully the end of the story is still they made something great and that's all we remember, right? We don't know yet. Let's see. Let's see if, if history repeats itself and their next thing is amazing. And then, you know. We we meant to do that all along. Anthem was just a long drawn out experiment to work out this whole Iron Man mechanic. Oh you know? God! Well, it's it, yeah. Hopefully that's not <laughs> the case at all. But uh, again, only only time is because I'm super stoked for it. I I love su- superhero games. I'm very excited uh, for mm-hmm. Spider Man Two, Wolverine. Uh, this obviously next month we have um, the Court of Owls uh, Batman yeah. game coming out, which I'm super stoked for. Court of Owls. If you don't know that, ever read that story is. It's, it's, it's up there as one of the best Batman stories ever told. Honestly, it's up there with like the long Halloween, uh, the the laughing the la- the laughing joke. It, it's it's there's there's quite a few uh, top notch uh, stories for Batman. That happens to be one of them, and the fact that we're going to be playing that, uh, I, I I can't wait. But Mag, let's get your opinion on yes. this. Are, are you excited for Motive? Who again? has put out a couple of good ones right obviously we know that they worked on star wars squadrons very well received they did the single player campaign which was excellent by the way for a battlefront 2 they're currently working on dead space which we've seen many you know a lot of and it looks really good uh i i'm excited but are you excited for an iron man game Yes, I am. And I got to tell you something about Motive is um, they are slowly but sh- surely emerging 
as a triple A powerhouse. And it's something that they've been slowly been sort of cultivating over the last like let's say about six years or so as they're as they're getting these names, uh, you know, in their pet, you know, in their uh, in their resume of these big mm-hmm. games that they've already released uh, thus far. Now, I know some people have said some things about Battlefront, whatever else. That had nothing to do with motive or anybody right. else working or dice working on the game. That was a publisher level decisions with the microtransaction, all that stuff. They had nothing to do with that stuff, right? But what they did do was outstanding. Now, the thing is, the proof of the pudding is going to be uh, this January. Is it January or February when Dead Space comes out? I can't remember. I believe. I think it's January. Yeah, I think it's the like, first make- first month of the year. Right. Okay. So I think it's towards the end of January or whatever. Anyway, the point is, it's somewhere around there. When we sit down and play that, because I'm super pumped for that. That's already one of my most anticipated games. Is that what for 2023? Your horror buff so works out. January 27th. Yeah. January 27th. Okay, so there we go. So that's gonna be that's gonna be basically like their tryout, so to speak. You know what I mean? To see if they can really pull off a full blown on their own AAA experience, right? So there's that. Now, um, I gotta give props where props and credit is due. Boom has been saying since early 2020, okay, before any of this came out, we talked about Anthem so many times. I got you guys, anybody who watched our show or anybody knows the man, this man has been screaming about an Iron Man game since Anthem was first revealed. Okay, so I even before I even did a show with Boom for the first time, I used to listen to his shows and every single week that Anthem came up, he would say, why don't they just turn this damn game into an Iron Man game? It's practically there. And like I said, Boom's been saying it for years. So now it's finally happening. Guys, use the flight code that they used in Anthem. Clean it up a bit. Do whatever you got to do. Clearly the damn thing works. So why not, right? I know like we've, we've said it before. They talked about Superman and stuff like that because the flight mechanics. But the thing is, Iron Man, you're in a suit. So you don't have to worry as much about, you know, flailing arms and legs like as if you were Superman or something like that, right? You're in a suit. So you, it still has the same sort of mechanics and, and, of course, appearance as those mechs did in Anthem, right? So I think it'd be just fine. Now, another interesting thing. This is more of a selfish thing on my part. Obviously, this is going to be a multi-plat game. Please. If you're going to do this, make a supplemental game for the PSVR 2. Like they did with that other Iron Man like demo. Remember that? They had like a yeah. demo for the PSVR 1. Make yeah. a next-gen version for the PSVR 2. That actually 2. wasn't a demo. That was a full game. It was just the PSVR 1. Oh, was it a full was. game? It was a full game. It was just PSVR 1 was so trash I couldn't finish it. Great game <laughs> otherwise. It was just Oh, you know what I was trash. thinking of? Sorry, you know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of remember the Batman one? What the hell was it? The Arkham one that they just did like just like a single like mission or something like that? Oh, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got Rock, confused with Rocksteady's like you put on the helmet and you're looking at yes. your you're Batman. Yes, yes, yes. yes, the, yes. Yeah, sorry. The, I was Dude, thinking of that one. So yeah. good. So good. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, it yeah. was a it was a, it was more like a technical thing yeah. it was but like a tech I'm, demo essentially i'll yeah. never forget folks now I, i'm i have uh american indian blood running through me so i'm not afraid of heights right that's for my grandfather's side if you didn't know okay. and uh i saw people like they would like they, they you know i genius do this a lot when people see something and they freak them out i remember looking over the side like this Mm-hmm. And yeah. seeing the seeing all the way down, and, and my wife, Mrs. Boom, was like, "What are you looking at?" I'm like, "You're, <laughs> you're not going to believe this." Like, I'm, I'm looking, I'm like just peeking over the yeah. edge, and I was like, "This is this is life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it?" Absolutely. So, do this with Iron Man. Can you imagine how exhilarating it would be it would be yeah. with if they got if 
uh, the PSVR two specs are exactly what they said they are with the 4K in each lens and all the kind of stuff and the 130 frames per second and everything else. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine mm -hmm. how breathtaking that would be and how fun that would be? I would be in there. I mean, or maybe even vomit inducing for some, but hell with them. I want it for me. But anyways, <laughs> that's just my thought. Here's the other thing. Uh, you know, Microsoft, get behind this. Get behind this. Get the marketing for this. Get this thing going. Oh, 100%, Even, dude. Yes. Like, do this. And the reason why is uh, you guys were just talking about it before. Asante was talking about it. Crispy was talking about it. Uh, and uh, and now I'm talking about it. The one thing that Sony does really well is that they take care of their player base in terms of giving the PlayStation a pop culture identity. That is a huge thing. And like you look at like the names that PlayStation has, right? Your God of Wars, your Spideys, your Miles Morales, your, your Wolverines, your Call of Duty marketing, your GTA marketing, that kind of thing. Get some of these names on the Xbox side. Like, I mean, obviously they made an attempt as we slowly but surely have been hearing over time. They made an attempt with WB at one point, but pushed away from the table because of the uh, because of the licensing agreements. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they walked around the car and kicked the tires a few times when uh, WB was having some trouble. Right. So yeah. they made an attempt at DC, maybe a half hearted attempt, but it was still kind of there. You know what? Start working on the marketing on some of these games because these these are recognizable names that are not going to fail. Maybe the you know maybe I'm not saying the game's not going to fail, but the name doesn't fail. Now the other thing that I was going to say, interestingly, from the motive point of view, is that if this is not MCU based, right, and just Iron Man the character to get the rights to that, you're facing a different battle. And the battle that you're going to face is the same battle that that uh, the guy uh, Square uh, faced when they made the Avengers because oh. everybody would associate. Every one of those characters, from Thor to Iron Man to Black Panther to everybody else, okay, that was in between, it wasn't the ones we know from the films. And because of that, a lot of people have a prejudice against that. And that is a although, thing. So, yes. Although, I will say, you know, pe people, and you're absolutely right, but then people did end up playing something like Guardians of the Galaxy. And although they were kind of a shell of their of their game self, people were like, hey, this game is good enough. It transcended the ridiculous character models and Fair. it still won out. So we're hoping you're, you're we're getting one right. of those. You know what I mean? Now, you're right. You're 100% right there too. Now, however, though, they were also mm. smart when they made the Guardians of the Galaxy game that they also released all the MCU skins. And the voices True. were somewhat close enough and the yep. funny thing is, I didn't even realize it until after. I actually laughed at myself when I unlocked all those skins because, you know, I'm one of those guys. I collect everything. I collect all the little boxes, all the little collectibles, getting all, all those achievements and trophies. Dashky man. Yes, we know. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's that's what I do, right? I'm a completionist. Well, so I you're also those... Mr. Platinum, by the way. That, well, yeah, apparently. Yeah, that's but, for you, you know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, sound bitter at all. I'm, let's go. Continue. Hey, yes, you yes. got to do it, too. Uh, here's the thing. The thing is, I didn't even realize I was doing it. Until after I had done it, I had changed every single one of their costumes into the MCU costumes mm. because oh, yeah. subconsciously I yeah. wanted them to be the MCU to, yeah. characters. Now, yeah. let's talk about Iron Man now. Who casts the biggest shadow in the MCU? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Let's face it. Sir Nolan Robert North Downey Jr. Esquire. Nolan North has done it. He can do it. You know, as long as the game you know what? Honestly, is pretty damn I, I, good. I would love Robert Downey to reprise the role and do oh, the voice hell no. There's, there is no way on God's green earth that'll happen. Why do you think uh, uh, um, uh, Iron Man's dead in the MCU? They can't oh. pay that man anymore. 
It's too yeah, much. No, they, it's, <laughs> yeah, he's he costs way oh, too no. much money. But you never know. He might be like a Harrison Ford. You see how Harrison Ford was an asshole for excuse my language for like thirty <laughs> years, and now as soon as he reaches his twilight years, he's like, "Ah, oh, hell with it! I'll make every Indiana Jones and Han Solo movie ever." And he's going back to all his old IPs because now he's getting old and nostalgic, and he's not even asking for a ton of money either. So like, you never um, know. I'm just yeah. saying, right? So, like, it's just, it's a possibility. But anyway, like I said, Robert Downey Jr. casts a big shadow on that role. Mm. You know, it's going to be the same thing when, when they release that open world Black Panther game. Okay? We all know what happened to Chadwick. Yeah, it's Chadwick, a tragedy yeah. in itself. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're going to have to get another voice actor in there, you know everybody and their uncles who are going to play Black Panther are going to say, well, that ain't Chadwick. Right, and it's going to be a problem, so that they're going to have to fight that problem by making one hell of an outstanding game, like Asante was saying, like Guardians of the Galaxy, that people in the first 10 minutes will forget all about it and move forward. That is a to your point, Matt, yes, uh, about Black Panther. They actually just did that, remember? They re released the the Black Panther DLC inside Avengers. Who played him? Chris Judge, yeah. It, it it was not that it was not the real T'Challa. It just wasn't. The oh yeah, of course was it wasn't. But it was so was good, really I can good? look past it. We look past it. That's right. I That's look right. past so, it because so, it was an outstanding experience. That's I right. actually so, so was to taking... your point. You know exactly yes. to your point. The game needs to be outstanding to to bypass yes. all these these. Uh, That's right. Matches. That's a hurdle. Yeah. That is a hurdle because people are going to look at it. Now, when I put on the Black Panther DLC for the Avengers, in the first 10 minutes, I was doing screenshots. When I'm doing screenshots, when I'm wasting my time taking screenshots, you know that I'm impressed because I don't have a lot of time to take screenshots. I don't sit there farting around with the the photo photo mode and games and stuff like that, making Kratos smile and do selfies. I don't have time (laughs) for that stuff. Okay, but but when I am taking pictures like that, that means I'm impressed. So the thing yeah. is, I within yeah. the first five, ten minutes of that game, I forgot. No, I, I hate to say that. That sounds so rude uh, that I forgot about Chadwick Boseman, but I'm saying I no, stopped comparing. No, no. What I meant to say is that I stopped comparing to Chadwick Boseman, yeah. right? And I looked at the character of Black Panther himself. So I yep. wasn't even thinking about that. So that is a challenge that Motive has with Iron Man because Robert Downey c- casts that huge shadow. Um, by the way, uh, there's a super chat. This is off top, not off topic, but somewhat. Someone in the super chats, which I'm sure you'll get to, was talking about a Doctor Strange as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Can you guys, not can you guys, can you guys imagine with an Unreal Engine 5, let's get an open world action RPG of Doctor Strange in the vein of Hogwarts with the same magic mechanics oh, wow, that they're dude. using. Yeah. With the magic mechanics they're using in the new Harry Potter game or uh, Hogwarts game. How fantastic would that be? Sorry, that was just a little side note. I was just thinking about it right now. But anyways, I'm excited for this. But you know what? Like I said, you know what your uh, you know what your NFL tryout is this year is going to be Dead Space. If Dead Space hits it, if Dead Space lands, you know, uh, sticks the landing, then we can really get pumped for an Iron Man game, and then we can really rub our hands together. So let's see how they do with this one first, because like I said, this is their audition, and then we'll we'll take it from there. So either way. I'm interested and color me intrigued. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, it's another superhero game to add to the likes of what, uh, you know, was already available out there and, and two Spider-Man games, a third one coming next year, Wolverine potentially the year or the following year after that. Um, obviously, uh, it, listen, superheroes are big folks. Uh, it may not be your bag, but it makes money. Um, and yeah. uh, I, I'm glad that motive is getting another shot. Uh, you know, because I think they are a very talented studio. 
uh, and their pri- their their prior works speak for themselves. Like it literally, you know, speaks for themselves. Uh, I don't know about you folks, but uh, mo- the more superhero games, the better. Before we move on to the top next topic, and this one I'm kind of shooting from the hip a little bit because I didn't have it in the show notes, but we had two big reveals on hardware today. We got the uh, we got mm-hmm. the new PlayStation VR uh, 2.0 uh, you know trailer, which looked mm-hmm. uh, looked great. Now again, we'll talk about price. I, it's it's Sony and 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 obviously on on your show Saturday, Kaysante, uh, we did hear a crackpot theory from the Sanders oh, one. You know, you know, that, you that, know. That, su- that suggested that the leave peoples, it leave it to the crackpot. Yeah. The, 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 the the peoples that are buying new PlayStation fives are actually funding. Well, you know what though, you know he's what, not though? wrong. You I agree what, with though? it. I mean, it's like you're 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 bundling in the connect without giving you the connect. It is it's, what it is. <laughs> and we also got that, but we but, but that's not that wasn't the only one. Uh mm-hmm. on the Xbox Wire, right? It yep. was announced that they have partnered with Logitech and they have a, a, a their own handheld coming out. Now, granted, it's being made by Logitech, which is a great company. It's called the G Cloud handheld and it's what's interesting is during tgs phil spencer was standing right along with kojima-san who was holding and playing something and people were like what is it what is it and here it is folks uh, we'll talk about that i pre-ordered it because i don't have a steam deck i had mine pre-ordered steam deck isn't for me that's that that's for tinkerers like the man in front of you, K. Asante, who knows how to tinker me. I just want to play a game. So that's why I jumped on this. It's $2.99. Uh, I'm very excited. But before we get into the two pieces of hardware and uh, talk about that, because I've got, again, folks, that, that's breaking news. I do want to catch up with some of the Super Chats. been quite a few of them. The first one of the evening comes the way of our very good friend and generous member of the community, Shooter 2853. He's been a member for the channel for one month and drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, Good morning, boom, Mrs. Boom, Crispy Mag, and Kay Asante. Here's to another great show. And he's saying good morning because guess what, folks? He's in Australia. We have a couple of people here from Australia. Welcome to our brothers and sisters down under. Brett Bingham drops a five dollar super chat, and that's where he says, Doctor Strange by Arcane Studios coincidental pun included i do like that i I like what you did there well done good sir well done done indeed uh alex is a valve drops a a 14 dollar super chat well thank you alex for that he says hey everyone and to this amazing panel let's go well thank you for the generosity but thank you for being here drawn tj generous friend of the program drops a five dollar super chat and says hey guys have you seen the forge leak of the working drop pod and the answer is holy shit yes forge is going to literally save halo because some of the things that they're doing folks look all i can all i can hope for is that when forge officially launches and we get a chance to play some of these maps that people are making in places like the last of us and star wars and so many others that i've seen i hope that 343 hires these people because my god some of the things that are being done are amazing like i mean it's just I'll put it to this way. As 343 goes through a massive transition, 
Uh, obviously, Bonnie Law or Bonnie Ross left, and you know she's that that was for family. So you got to respect that she had to leave because someone is sick. They're also they're also you know quote unquote cleaning house. There's going to be a lot of positions while that transition happens. Halo can't sit on its hands, and that's that's why Forge is going to be so important because the community, as we know, is extremely extremely talented, and I cannot wait to see what they do. Uh, but uh, Sir X Men drops a very generous two dollars super chat, and this is actually a pretty cool idea, Kesante, uh Crispy Bomb in the Mag. Uh, do a co-op mode where with War Machine. That sounds dope. I yeah, do it like does, definitely. I, you're I heard it here like first when it happens because Mr X Man, I think that idea you're onto something. Hmm? Yeah, I 100 yeah. he's onto something. Absolutely. Yeah. Everborn Saga in the chat. Make sure, yeah. make sure you mm-hmm. get yourself on over here because we're gonna be talking some slanderous uh you know theories from many ah, man. I did, so sometimes the, the play, I, I, I loved I love the entire community as a whole, but man, the PlayStation gamers have been out in full force, and some of the things they're saying are just straight up wackadoo bananas when they're <laughs> suggesting that the eight studios that are in the salt mines of Call of Duty should only be making Call of Duty because they want Call of Duty to be great again I, or remain great still. I, I, I find if, you, if you're one of those folks thinking that, you're bonkers. Uh, the talent that's coming to Microsoft after this deal, mind you, we, we're not talking about the monster studios that Blizzard has. We're just focusing on what Activision actually has, and they have so many talented studios I actually cannot wait to see what they're going to do. We will get to that in a second. Um, let's let's go first to Kaysante. Now, look, obviously, depending on who you are, maybe you're you're excited for uh, PlayStation VR 2.0. Maybe you're not. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of questions as to how expensive this thing is going to be. It's going to be no oh, less boy. than five hundred bucks. Oh, that that's a that, fact. That's another problem. that's another thing myself and Everborn are debating on Twitter. I think I think a knees bet is 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 is, is imminent on that one because he seems to suggest that since this uh since this uh in his eyes this uh, uh um subsidization of the PlayStation Five has happened that now the PlayStation uh, PSVR two will come in at a cool three fifty and I'm like oh, I, I don't think so, bro. Dude, you, you, that even thing in is a not world, gonna be anything less than five hundred buckets. Even in a world where your broken clock being right twice a day is right on this subsidization thing, there is no world where they're going to leave that money on the table when they could be taking that too. So we're going back and forth on it. But to give you my two cents on this whole thing, I do I do think the PSVR 2 is going to be pretty cool for hardware, you know, uh, as we move forward. Yeah. Um, for those who are for those who are either poo-pooing hard, uh, play, uh, v, uh, VR or you know, you don't you don't really connect with it. Think of it as uh, you know, back when OLEDs were new and TVs were really thick, and you saw a TV that was so thin you couldn't imagine that was actually a TV. These things are just overblown televisions that you fit on your face. Pretty much, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. But the difference is with this stuff is since it's so close to your face and your eyes have to literally like are so close to your retinas, it's very, very sensitive to how fast, how strong, how capable it's driving the image. If it if it drops the image even for a little bit, your eyes can see it, and there you go, you're barfing, and all oh, you have motion sickness. And no, <laughs> it's seriously, you know. And I say this to people all the time. In, in unlike most, of, uh, unlike in other environments, 
when it comes specifically to VR, you definitely get what you pay for. So anytime anybody goes, well, I want to try it first before I do it, I say go find yourself the biggest rig, go to, go to, to some, some uh, um, um, amusement park somewhere and find the thing where they, you know, the, the industrial grade, high class, big, tries that, try that first because that'll give you the best experience. You know, don't go try the PSVR one and go, yeah, VR sucks. Yeah, that thing sucks. And that thing paints a bad picture for VR. So needless to say, I say all that to say, based on the specs that we're seeing here, PSVR 2 looks like it's going to really bring it, right? Uh, we've yeah. seen some people already already get their hands to, they go face on. That, that's, that's, that's the term there. You're going face on on that. Right? Mm -hmm. So, so they, they've taken some of the games that we've already played on, on, on Quest 2 and they've ported some over. Uh, obviously, uh, um, their, their big push uh, with uh, Call of the Wild. Uh, um, is also there, and it looks like the game looks really lo looks really great, right? So I am definitely excited for it when it comes out. I will try and get one. I too think I don't foresee this thing being under four ninety nine. Even no three ninety nine, three ninety nine, I can see, but three ninety nine, I can see if they do that funny money they did last time, where they go, "Here's your PSVR with no controllers and no and and no camera, which you need." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then after yeah. you buy them, it turns into that five hundred dollars, but. You know, I, I, we'll see. I don't foresee. I think Everborn. I, I apologize, good sir, but three fifty. You are you are absolutely wrong, sir. I don't. I don't. So, so, I don't some would say this. he's smoking crack with. He LT. may be smoking something. Yes. Now, <laughs> the, the only way though that I think that they might that PlayStation might be able to thread the needle on the price because it will be high, is if we don't know it yet. But they'll go. Hey, guess what? It's USB C. It is compatible with PC. That would change the the narrative. If you it, tell it, me it would, yeah. If you tell me this thing with foveated rendering and inside out tracking and all this stuff can also be compatible with standard PC metrics, oh yeah. Then you say five hundred dollars. I'm like, where's my wallet? Right. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Now, uh, real quick on the on the on the topic of the the uh, the, the uh, Logitech device, right? When I first when I first saw the device, I was a little bit disappointed because. If you know what this thing has, it should be cheaper, in right. my humble opinion. If you know what's in it, it should be cheaper, right? Because in at that exact same price range, like you know, and folks, folks around here have been uh, are super excited because you know Steam Deck has brought this mobile gaming thing to 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 the forefront, and and folks are actually taking it seriously now. But besides Nintendo, there have been other players in the space for quite some time now. You know, the the thing that 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 Valve has done for this mobile space is they've turned those PC VR, those PC uh, uh, PC mobile games. They've made the pricing aggressive because they came into the market Steam, uh, with Steam Deck and it wasn't a thousand dollars, which that's that was the price point back in those days. Right. It was eight hundred a thousand bucks. But you could get yourself a Steam Deck like device. Right. Now, because Steam Deck has is around and it's four ninety nine to uh, three ninety nine to get in or whatever. Now you see these other players that were in the space starting to be uh, more aggressive. So I say I say that to say, you know, if you are in the market for this Logitech device, understand what you're getting yourself into. It's basically a mid tier Android phone. Uh, it has an Android Snapdragon uh, uh, 720, which is like which was a flagship processor maybe four years ago. So let's just say you're not playing Genshin Impact on this thing. You're not playing Fortnite on this thing, right? Which it should be capable of because Genshin and Fortnite are two of the definitive mobile mobile game uh, uh, capable out there, right? 
uh, based on what I can see from the Logitech device, it'll probably be probably be a decent emulator emulation device. You know, if if you want to carry your PS2 with you as you go uh, go wrong, everything up until then, you'll probably be able to use this thing for that. In addition to the awesome cloud streaming and and all that it can do, I wish it was a little cheaper. You know, but hey, it is it is it is what it is because you know Logitech is is making it and and, and most likely that 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 adds cost to it as well. But yes. Uh, for, I hope you. I hope you keep your 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 pre order boom. I would love to hear your 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 thoughts yeah, I'm on keeping it. it. Yeah. yeah, when it comes out, uh, I will say for those who are looking at it and they go, "Hey, I wish it could do more local rendering." There are some out there that do local rendering. Uh, uh, there are companies. There's a company called Aya Neo. Actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Digital Foundry did a did a review of their version of the Switch Lite a couple of days ago, and theirs is like a Switch Lite. But it's a full-fledged PC in the in the size of a Switch Lite. You know, these guys are out here. They're making really interesting things, and they too will be able to do everything the Logitech device can do, which is you know go uh, uh, install the app for for Game Pass. You know, connect to it via the cloud, play it with a really awesome keyboard mouse. Uh, keyboard mouse. I meant uh, Microsoft configured uh, offset key sticks and everything else. So it's, it's uh, by and large, this is all great news. It's bringing more competition in this space and driving the prices down. So, you know, more of us can jump in. So even if you're not a tinkerer, you can get a device like this that'll probably just be there and you turn turn key and boom, you're, you're, you're streaming, you know? I'm just waiting for the day that they go 150, right? You know, with, with the specs they're talking about, 150, I'm there day one, you know, a little bit more than that. I think they may be just testing the waters right now to see how many people really want a device that's only there for streaming. But 150 is the sweet spot for me. But no, I do think it's exciting. And those who got their pre-orders, you know, I I'm excited for you. If you want to learn how to how to crack that thing open a little bit, you know where to find me. The DMs are always open. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, good stuff. Listen, uh, let's let's bring in Crispy on this. But Crispy, I, I want to read the press release that comes the way of XboxNews.com from Xbox Wire. It was published by Catherine Gluckstein, who is the vice president of the Xbox Cloud Gaming Initiative at Microsoft. And this is what she had to say. At Xbox, we're always looking to make gaming available to more people in more ways. Since launching xCloud Gaming Beta two years ago, we've continued to expand device support, bringing Halo Infinite to entry-level PCs, Forza Horizon 5 to iOS phones and tablets, and Microsoft Flight Simulator to Xbox One, and hundreds of games uh, to even more devices like the 2022 Samsung Smart TVs. So today, we're announcing that Xbox Cloud Gaming will be available in more places with the Logitech g cloud gaming handheld when it launches in north america on october 17th and uh good old phil spencer uh he had something to say about this and obviously you know i i like when when phil is out there talking with the gamers here's what he had to say about the logitech device i've been using the logitech g cloud for about a month incredible streaming device for playing while i'm away from my console i love the feel the battery life, and the screen size. Took it to Europe and to TGS with me and had a great time playing even on hotel Wi-Fi with the winky face. Uh, listen, uh, again, Crispy, two, uh, two you know, hardware drops today. PlayStation VR had a, had a really, really good showing. Uh, again, it, it is going to be an expensive device. I'm thinking no less than $500. I, I would even dare say some people in the chat are saying 550 and above. 
And I would say, well, yeah, it's it's Sony. So, yeah, I, 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 I can kind of see them doing it. This device is coming out for $300. Um, it's, again, you know, some people who have a Steam Deck are not going to need this. I don't have a Steam Deck. I always uh, wanted a, an Xbox dedicated handheld, which this is going to be. And obviously, using the cloud technology, I'll be able to play games while I'm sitting on the couch and watching TV with the misses if I'm enthralled Ooh. in a game like Deathloop, which I'm playing. Real quick, and- boom. Yes, sir. A quick aside, which I'm I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. One thing I just I just thought of that we we haven't added to this equation, which might change the whole t- idea of the pricing thing. By the time the pricing is known and this thing is out and being being promoted, you'll most likely also see a new headset from 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 Oculus from from Meta. The, mm. Their Pro device is coming, and that thing ain't gonna be cheap. So yeah. in hindsight. Maybe, but when you look at that thing in comparison to the PlayStation's five hundred whatever dollars, it might not look so bad. No, you know it, it, it 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 certainly might it might not. Again, it depends on what they're offering. Uh, I've already given people my absolute distaste uh, with what Sony did, not making it backwards compatible. I know that they use some sort of an excuse regarding. Um, you know, it, it, you know, the motion sickness aspect of the games being moved from one device to the other. I think it's a load of BS. It's typical Sony at their finest. Uh, I have, the, I, I, I purchased two PlayStation VRs, the first one originally, and then I upgraded to the one with the HDR pass-through, and I have 30 games. I have my headset, and all 30 games, which half are physical, half are digital, well, I'm stuck. And that Sony just being Sony again, which we obviously know PlayStation VR 2.0, not backwards compatible. Uh, and I'm sure there's not going to be any free upgrades to your games. I'm sure games like Batman and Tetris and things of that nature that I currently own, they're going to ask for me to buy and pay premium 70 bucks. which if that in fact is the case, I will not be doing. A uh, real quick, Roshan um, Impenger Drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says, call in friends via Jarvis on boss a la Elden Ring battles. Oh, that sounds good for the Iron Man game. I do like that. But Crispy, are either of these hardware drops interesting to you or are they both a pass? Um, Well, number one, I mean, and I just want to say, Sony, shame on you. I mean, yeah. seriously, and mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, the reason why I'm not interested in the VR2 is, number one, as of now, you are going to need the console, okay? And it is probably still going to be the price of another console on top of it when... Oh, this is going to be mean, $1,100 affair, bro. Yeah, no I mean, doubt about it. Let's bet. I bet it's the price of a Series S, <laughs> at least. <laughs> the seri- a Series S, at least? Dude, at it, least. It, it, they can't afford it, though, Asante. We, we all know that. Inflation, Asante, okay? So so it's got to be at least $550 if they're, oh, charging, if they're charging for a two-year console, $550. Yeah. Okay, so true, true. I don't want to hear that. And then trust me, when it, when if it does come out at four hundred, you know they're getting the business because it's them just trying to compete with the quest. That's the one I'll be looking at because it's not really for me. It's for Aiden, her son, and I'm not. You know, I'm not really a VR gamer. I have done VR and like the big rigs, like you talked about, stuff like that. Now, when we get to that point, when I true to that point, because I put the quest on, it, it's just it doesn't do it for me. I do start feeling a little motion sick. It's a little something with that. Now, the Logitech, the what is it, the G Cloud? 
okay, I, I, I see you. I am with you. I mean, when you got Snapdragon in there and, and the version it is, I've seen that on like two, three-year-old phones. It doesn't seem worth it. Like it seems like my iPhone 11 can do just as good. You know what I'm saying? Now, but, if they go the to record, 200. Though, for, the, for, for the record, though, what they're purporting that this will do, it'll do it perfectly. It's just y'all could have made it cheaper. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, let's say, let's say they, you know, maybe, maybe they start doing a bundle with that and the Series S at some point. That would be pretty cool. You know, what I'm saying like something like that. But right now, it's like Series S or this because the same price. I'm gonna get a Series S because right now I have some One X's still sitting around the house. So why not upgrade those to Series S? Trade those I do suckers that? in, man. And then hopefully by that time, Logitech, you know, drops the price. Just like I'm still, you know, uninstalling games and everything, waiting for the. The, the freaking the memory storage to get cheaper you know what i mean because it's just like i know it will eventually but now like sony's just like oh everything's so expensive and it's like well why isn't the series x who's whooping the heck out of the playstation by the way i won't go any farther than that but yeah i mean why isn't that 550 bro it's because they they value you know getting more customers and playstation right now is like hey we're the king and we're gonna do this so i, I mean psvr too i mean it should be 550 the way it looks right now. And uh, the Logitech, you know, I'll wait till it's 200 bucks. And I mean, again, like I said, I, I, for me, as someone that really, I don't play on the go as much as a lot of people would. I'm buying it because I've always, you know, like when I'm waiting for Mrs. Boom to come out of work, it's always cool to sit there and play. Uh, sitting on the couch watching TV when my, my nephew Tyler comes over, he wants to play uh, on on the console instead of playing on the big TV because we're doing something different. I, I I think it's a super cool device. I'm very excited for it. 300 bucks for me isn't going to put me in the in the poorhouse. Um, I, you know, again, it, it's 300 dollars, and and again, I, I don't like to waste money, but it's like uh, it's it's like my birthday gift to myself, which I yeah. which I which I did. Uh, and uh, I turned 52 this Sunday. And as we're talking about birthdays, folks, you gotta tune in. This Friday morning on Breakfast with Boom, $10.50 gift cards Mrs. Boom and I are giving away. My, my birthday, but you guys get the gifts and the presents. That's right, folks. We're giving away $500 worth of digital gifts for being just in the chat. Now, obviously, if you drop a super chat, you get an additional entry. If you're a channel member, you get an additional entry. If you are a channel subscriber, you get an additional entry. So you'll have four chances if you do all of those to win one of the $50 gift cards. And we're going to be doing that out of the first five at the first part, uh, first half of the show, second half of the show, the next five. And for our international viewers, if you are someone that is picked, and we don't handpick anybody, folks, we let the picker do its job and pick out the winners. If you win and you're outside of the United States, don't sweat it because we will get you your prize money in the form of a transfer using PayPal. That's the only thing we're going to use because it's safe and secure for us. So if you don't have a PayPal account, very easy to make it up uh, because we can't send codes uh, internationally. They don't work. U.S. codes only work for the U.S. So if you do win, we will send you the money via paypal we will pay the transfer fee and any denominational changes in regards to currency what yours is maybe a higher value than ours we will pick up that you are asked to pick up absolutely nothing but mag 
I mean, I know you're a hardware guy. Do either yes, of these? I mean, we know how you feel about the PlayStation. You know, you 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 know, according to Kaysante, I didn't say it. You're Mister Platinum, right? Always <laughs> on platinums in people's faces. I don't know, but are you excited? He's on my dashboard, just making me look bad. That's all it is. That's all. <laughs> I didn't even do are anything. You- I'm just having fun. Are you excited for PlayStation VR 2.0? Is it oh, a day yes. one purchase? And more importantly, did you get a chance to check out the Xbox-centric yeah. Logitech device? I did. I saw both. I mean, I've been I've been closely watching the PSVR 2 because uh, I it is 100% a day one purchase for me. Now, the thing is, with I'll, actually, I might as well tackle this uh, PSVR 2 situation first. Then I'll go to the Logitech thing. Um the PSVR2 situation, I don't I do not have a gaming rig, okay? Like I don't have a high-powered PC for gaming. I mean, I've said it before, I'll say it again. PC is for spreadsheets and taxes. All right, it's not for gaming. Uh, anyways, I'm just kidding. Um I, I love upsetting people about that. Uh anyways, the thing is at the end of the day, I don't have a gaming PC. So therefore, I don't have a high-powered um a, a VR headset. I've I have a MetaQuest 2, which by the way, is the dumbest name in the history of the world. Just leave it as the Oculus Quest, please, for the love of God. I'm going to call him Oculus. I'm going to call him Oculus. It's fine. Let's keep it moving. Oh, it's just (laughs) Oculus to me. Like, (laughs) shut up with this MetaQuest nonsense. Anyways, the point is I have a MetaQuest 2. The MetaQuest 2 is serviceable. It's excellent. I like its free-range motion. I remember, actually, before I even bought the first one, I actually uh, messaged Boom. This was years ago before I even was on the show. I'm like, hey, man, mm-hmm. I heard you got a, uh, I heard you got an Oculus Quest. This is the first one. I'm like, is it worth it? And the one thing that Boom said to me, he said, it's honestly worth it just for the freedom of not being tethered, right? So that was an interesting thing. Uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm in. So I got the Meta Quest 1. I enjoyed it. I got the Oculus 2, and, and I really, really enjoy it. However, I am thirsting for that high-end experience, and it seems that PlayStation is going to be bringing us that high. Yeah, that it, high. Does look, it, it does look good. And, and, and now, one of the games imagine launching... Imagine 4K, DJI. Check yes. this out. One of the games launching, Half-Life Alex. Yes, that's Launch right, and title. I never got to play it. Me either. Uh, I never got to play it, and that really broke my heart because I hear it is the definitive VR yes. experience from what mm-hmm. I understand. Now... You know, not to be outdone, though, it looks like Sony's bringing the heat, too, with that new Horizon game, which I think yes. looks magnificent because uh, I mean, I'm a it, huge it, fan. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I'm a fan of the series. Uh, like I said, Love I, I got to get back to two. But, yeah, it does look good. It looks really good. It looks really good. And it, basically, it's going to scratch that Tomb Raider Uncharted itch of, you know, so- uh, sh- yes. I-, I hate to throw some cold water on on, on the, uh, the the call of the mountain thing. I did hear one thing about it that I thought was a little bit. What? What did you hear? So it's when rails. you get, yeah, when you get into combat, like you're all by yourself, motion, you're good. But when you get into combat, okay. it's on rails and you're just mm-hmm. shooting while yeah. you're moving by yourself, which is ah. just completely like, no, we're not going backwards. Go forward in time. Yeah, that, that is a fair know? point. Now, now the, the only, only thing is thing. though. I'll, I'll give it a consolation prize of it's mm. going to is it still going to have like uh, the, the traversal because it did show yes. you looking up at the tall necks and stuff you'd yes. be able to mm-hmm. climb up. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm sold on that yeah. alone. Like yeah, I want to be able like, to So for those who yes. want it there's a game called The Climb in VR. It's literally yes. the climb. Like the, the climb, yeah. you know, arms inside uh inside the 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 Forbidden West world. So that's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm in, I'm in. I'm in for that. Um, and, and I mean, it scares the living crap out of me because I played <laughs> uh, I played Population One on uh, on uh, on the Oculus, right? West, and yep. it's basically like Fortnite, uh, VR Fortnite, right? But the thing is, you can climb on anything. So like, you can climb up skyscrapers and go find like a sniper position, do anything like that. So I'm climbing up these buildings, and then all I do is turn and look down, and and I just start the waterworks started, the sweating, <laughs> the wet, the, the my, my like sweaty palms. I start shaking. It's really scary, but you know what? It's still exhilarating enough that I enjoy it. So I mean, now this this is because the, the the population one that you're playing, you're playing off of natively off of the quest, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. See, this that's the thing. It works there, but if you played it off of a PC and then piped it into the thing, it would not get the sweats. That 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 small little difference, the the quality right. of the of the energy of the resources coming from that that cable. You know, people complain about the cable PSVR two. Right. That's what'll keep you from barfing. So. That's, it's a good thing that that cable's coming. It'll stop you from barfing. I That's actually, good. I turn all the motion things onto full tilt. I want the barfing experience. You like, want I don't barfing, care. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you, I you want, want You I, want your, C, your VR legs on you. Is what, what exactly. Okay. Like, even when I played exactly. Vader Immortal, I put full motion on mm-hmm. so that I'm running around. And even uh, Resident Evil 4 in VR, I put full motion on just like, like Call of Duty style. Because mm-hmm. I, I wanted that, I want that, I want that full motion experience. Because I don't get motion sickness for that stuff, which is ironic. Right. Because I have like a, a bouts of uh, a dizziness and vertigo, but it's mm-hmm. but but for VR it doesn't affect me. But anyways, awesome. back to the PSVR two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: there's a problem that they're going to face, and the problem they're going to face is this: it may be too expensive. Now, Colt Eastwood actually said something. He's standing firm that it's going to be two ninety nine. Okay, I saw him about about it today. We also had our show yeah, on Monday. Wow, two ninety nine. Okay, that's what wow. he's saying. I don't know if he was joking because it's hard to tell with him sometimes because he's a real straight man when it comes to comedy, right? So I wasn't sure if he's joking or being serious, mm-hmm. but I mean that's what he said. It was it's on it's on Twitter right now. He says he goes, "I'm standing by." Man, I want him to be right. I want him to be right so bad that would be amazing. I would love him for him to be right. Now here's the thing. Wow, I don't expect that. Although I don't doubt Colt either. Colt's got a lot of people in this industry. He knows a lot of people in this industry. Who, so who the hell knows? But anyway, the point is, let's face it. With the kind of tech that Sony's putting in there, I don't see that happening. Now, the thing is, it's going to be too expensive for a lot of people to adopt this technology. The problem with that is that they're not going to support it as much because it's too expensive of a piece of technology. The other thing is, let's not forget what Sony just did. Outside of the United States... The games are $104 and some in some places even more expensive. Outside of the United States, which is not the center of the world for everybody, guys. Okay, they raise the prices of the console. They're so raising three, it to calm down there, sir. 90% of the world, too. 90% of the world, all the consoles and games have raised in price on the Sony side, right? Outside of the United States. This is what's happening. And, they and, then, it and of in course, the they're forcing States as well, sir. Try to yes, buy they did. See, they I go. know, but they you know what? Here, hold on a second. But here's the other thing. Yes, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. But here's the other thing. The other thing is that they're forcing bundles in 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 the like. For example, in Canada, you cannot buy just a PS5. You cannot do it. It is bundled with either an extra controller or uh, you know with two controllers or a game or whatever. And they're sitting at nine hundred to eleven hundred dollars to buy a PS5 yeah. in Canada now. Okay, so they can like so. There's that. So now you want to couple that, all right? So count, like I said, everybody in the United States, count yourself very lucky that you're not getting the shaft that the rest of the world is getting from Sony. Now there's that. How can you offer a premium PS? Uh, sorry, premium VR experience and undercut the fact that you've raised the prices on everything else? I don't see it happening. Now imagine trying to buy both. 
So let's say you do not have a PS5, but you want a PSVR too. You're going to spend upwards of like in Canada, you're going to spend, or in anywhere, United uh, Canada, Australia, Europe, you're going to spend $1,500 to play that Horizon game? I don't think so. So this is a problem. Yeah. And because of that, that is going to cause a problem in terms of support. And then they're not, they're not going to support something that people aren't purchasing. They will cut it off at some point, and then we're going to left be left high and dry with this very beautiful, expensive hardware that's not going to be getting the, the support. But my ideal situation is I'd like to see the support from first party. If they're going to go do this, go hard. Like you know what I'm saying? It like, is Sony, and they they just they just constant they, they'll put something out and they don't support it after a year, and it dies off on the vine, bro. They right? Done Can you that imagine so like many times? I don't want them to do that. I don't want to spend five or six hundred dollars on a VR headset, and then and all of a sudden it's just like it just became a paperweight, right? Mm. Start bringing and your first that's parties. That's why. In. That's why I'm saying that you, we don't know it yet. They haven't announced it yet, but it would be very smart of them. And 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 I'm not the only one that has said so. Others online have said so as well. It's a USB-C plug. Make it compatible right. on, uh, with a, with yeah. a PC. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. But I could see them using this as a as a way of driving the uh, driving sales of a PS of a PS Five before sure, they yeah. start before they start getting into you know uh, being able to utilize it uh, through a PC. Uh, they'll do that, but very much like their first party games, right? They're going to release their first party games only on the PS5 to, in order to bolster the sales of the console and then later down the road once once they've sort of exhausted the sales then they're going to move on to the to the PC i can see the that PC happening spec. now yep. Yep. um the other thing is the last thing i was going to say about the PSVR2 is that like i was saying uh, like that supplement uh, you know first party games give us the supplemental experiences next to those AAA experiences that you're getting on the console give us even if it's a two or three hour experience of God of War on VR, imagine playing Last of Us in VR. Now, um, um, like, 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 uh, what the hell is that game? Uh, the Walking Dead. Anybody play The Walking Dead in VR? It was awful. It's awful. I played, like I played it. I, I played it on the uh, the uh, Oculus Quest Two, mm-hmm. and I I thought it was just awful. I well, just, what about like, Res- Why did you think it was awful? By the way, real quick, boom. What what did you not like about it? I, I just thought that the, the hands looked dumb. I just think that the walking was just walking was so fine, but they supposedly like they stripped it down. They they ported it to make basically make it work on a phone, right? Yeah. If basically, you play that yeah. thing on a PC, wow, what an experience! Yeah. So, so now imagine the Last of Us hey, in the vein hey, of that. Hey, 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 Mag, you can play Last of Us in VR. You just have to play VR golf. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's great. Um, here, here's Fantastic. the thing. He, he's got to come in and throw pot shots, eh? Like that's you know? just right through the back door, and he's lobbing little grenades into the room. Uh, <laughs> anyways, in all seriousness, here, here's the thing. Like, imagine those experiences, and like you know, translate it to something. Like, I would. If be you want to play through things. the back door, you should get manscaped. Yeah, oh, thank you very much. At least, right at least this man is paying attention. This man is paying attention. Imagine Spider Man in VR. That would All be right. Bonkers. When yeah. when Spider Man comes out, Spider Man Two comes out, and you uh, uh, in, in late 2023, let's say early 2024, you release a five to six hour uh, campaign on the PSVR Two of Spider Man. How amazing would that be? Free falling off Unintended. those buildings, and then fire those webs last second, woof, right through the. You know what I'm saying? Right off the ground, like right past trucks and stuff. I would do that. All day and all night. There would be no sleep for the mag. People would be like, you got to go to work. I'd be like, the hell with it. I'm swinging through New York. This is too good. 
So anyways, I'm in 100% for me. I'm just saying from, from anybody else, it might be a lot harder sell to sell. The big thing is, and you guys have noticed, they release trailer after trailer after trailer and no goddamn price. Yeah, no, listen, no, I, I'm telling you the reason why there hasn't been a price is because it's going to be, it, you're going to see the price, you're going to be like this. Right, so and it's going to turn a lot of gonna, people off, boom. It, 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 it's, so, it's definitely high price for sure. Listen, everyone, we're going to bring you right in immediately when we move to the next topic because we're talking the powerhouse studios coming to XGS once this deal is done. And you know okay. it's funny, but I it, do want to say one. I want to say one thing before you move to that topic, and it's sure. going to take five seconds. I think people are missing the forest for the trees with this streaming device, I, because we all forget about the all access program. Mm-hmm. Now you paid. People think it is too expensive, but what if they told you for twenty dollars a month you get a free streaming device that they subsidize through the Game Pass subscription using all yeah. access. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how you make that thing work. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I just didn't want. No, to no, no, no. That, I mean, that, 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 that's 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 a perfect. That's a, well, I mean, it's it it, it it it's well thought yeah. out for they sure. They should have announced that. Had they announced that that was going to be part of the 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 all access program, that would have made a different different narrative pop. There is a but there continue. is a surface yeah. event coming up next month. That that's true. That Absolutely. is that is that is very true. Listen, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about it for months, right? And in the last couple of weeks, it has gotten really nasty between Phil Spencer and good old Jimmy Boy. Now, Jimmy has come across a lot of names, Dance Moves, Ryan, Crying Lion, Lion Ryan, We Believe in Generations. There's, there's, a, whole, there's a whole mess of names that he's got going on. Uh, but listen, folks, the only thing that we've been talking about is PlayStation Feels that if Call of Duty goes to Xbox somehow, you know, them not having, you know, uh, you know, uh, access to that is going to it's going to kill their brand. They, you know, they want, you know, they're worried about gamers. You know, remember that from the last week, you know, they're not they're so concerned about Call of Duty. They're worrying about gamers, which we know is only PlayStation gamers. And I think there there's a lot about this deal, folks that people aren't talking about. And that's what we're going to talk about here tonight for the remainder of the show. And, and, and there are, there are, I mean, we're going to, we're going to let the panel members go crazy and go any way they want to go with this, because all we've talked about, or at least all Sony's been talking about is how Call of Duty is going to be devastating. If it's not on the PlayStation, which they already said it was going to be. I think what wound up happening with this three year extension is that they only want to offer three years extensions so they have uh, room to work out a deal if, let's say, things aren't going as well for Call of Duty or Call of Duty explodes on the scene even more. Well, Sony shouldn't shouldn't pay what they've always paid. They're going to have to pay the premium price. So I think that's what Jim Ryan's really worried about. But there are two aspects uh, to this deal that a lot of us have forgotten about. I certainly haven't because, you know, I've talked about it on my show. First and foremost, it's the human element. And what do I mean by that? Well, all of the workers that are currently stuck or at Activision Blizzard King, or specifically Activision, have been working in really terrible, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, positions for for years. And you know, Microsoft is going to come in. 
They're going to change a bunch of ideologies there, right? They're going to they're going to make it the Microsoft way. They're allowing unions to come in. This deal doesn't go through. What happens to all these these workers, these developers? Does anyone care? I know, I know, I I, I care because they're the ones that make the games. No one ever really thinks about that. But even if you want to just kind of be like, okay, well, you know, boom, talking about unions, really not a video game thing. I. I'm not going to argue with you. I thought it was worthy of a conversation because, like I said, the human element is important to me. But right now, as we speak, putting the finishing touches on what's expected to be the biggest modern war, biggest Call of Duty ever, it is the remake of Modern Warfare 2. There are eight studios attached to this behemoth, right? Now, over the weekend, I want to go first to Everborn because he actually is the one that brought it up early when we were talking about it. There are a subset of people that think that these studios should stick strictly be stuck working on uh, Call of Duty and, 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 and not any other game. So let, let me break down who's joining Xbox Game Studios. And, and each one of these are dynamite talent. High Moon Studios, Beanox, Raven... Toys for Bob, Demonware, Treyarch, Sledgehammer Games, and Infinity Ward. I mean, think about that for a second. See, this is, this is, you know, everyone talks about Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. But when you think about these individual studios and what they've done in the past and what they could potentially do in the future is bonkers. And a lot of these studios know how to be support studios, as well as make their own games. So, you know, we could see maybe some of these studios helping out the coalition, helping out Ninja Theory, helping out Obsidian Games, or, you know, pick whoever you want to pick. You know, we know that State of K3 is getting help from the coalition with Unreal Engine 5. I mean, I think that's going to be a banger, but everyone, let's get your opinion on this. But before we do, let me catch up on two super chats. One of which is from a very good friend who's already dropped a few super chats in here. It comes the way of Sir X Man drops an additional two dollars super chat and says he just got himself a CRT TV for your old consoles. That's dope, and that you is. You gotta very tell me where you do. got that because I'm, I'm I'm trying to find one. There one are of a lot of the dude that that's like that's a lot of people want CRTs. Yes. I had an amazing. Does anyone remember? Oh my god, what was it? The GX TV. Does anyone remember that? It was a it was a TV, a 13-inch color TV that had speakers that would fold in on the cover of it. And when you when, when it was when you weren't using it, you when you wanted to use it, you folded it out and had these big oh, base speakers. Technology. Dude, it was so <laughs> dope. Oh my god, I wish I still had it. But we also have JD Gamer, good friend of the program, drops a very generous wow, $20 Zuba Chat and has been a channel member. For over two years, JD, thank you so much for that. He says, "What if Microsoft announces Halo Lens three, Hololens three, the Xbox One, uh, the Xbox version, one month before PlayStation VR two launches, with superior specs at a hundred dollars more? Basically, what if Xbox pulls that move that Sony did with the, uh, on the Dreamcast? What are you?" What, 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 what are you buying? Well, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm wow. getting the Xbox HoloLens 3 for sure. There's no doubt about that. Um, we also have uh, JD, Ga- oh, JD, JD Gamer drops an additional $5 Super Chat and says, Mag brought, uh, brought up Spider-Man, but what if 
what, what do you all think of PS uh, PlayStation 5's 2023 lineup as it compared to Xbox Series X and X? You know, they talked about this on uh, Colt's show the other day, which I listened to, which, Mag, you were a guest. Uh, and uh, what we don't know about Sony in 2023 is they only have, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not being facetious here, folks. When I say only, I'm not dissing them. We only know Spider-Man 2. Now, could they have others? I know Lost. I know the uh, Factions 2 is supposed to release next year. A lot of people don't think that's going to come out. Final Fantasy 16, highly unlikely, even though they said it was coming out. It's probably going to be delayed. Forspoken is definitely coming out. So they have a couple of, mm-hmm. of console exclusives through marketing deals and, 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 and PlayStation 5 deals. But we don't know what they're doing. Microsoft's uh, lineup, according to what Jeff Grubb had to say the other day on Luke Lore's, if you don't know who Luke Lore is, he's Insipid Ghost. He has the um, the uh, Xbox uh, Expansion Pass uh, podcast. He interviewed Jeff Grubb, and Jeff dropped some major nuggets regarding what 2023 originally was going to look like and what it could still look like. You know, it's bonkers. But Everborn Saga. What what are your thoughts on these eight studios finally being removed from the salt mines of Call of Duty? Are 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 they gonna are they gonna fall victim to being stuck on Call of Duty, or is Phil Spencer gonna come in and say, "Hey guys, listen, welcome to the team. Work on whatever you want." Um. Well, here's the thing. I think there are certain obligations you're gonna have to have. For, for for cod and the question is going to be you know um because remember so cod is going to skip a year but i don't know that we have gotten any official confirmation that cod is gonna forever go to you know biannually right uh but there are more th- there's more than one way to skin a cat mm-hmm. right and i think we see this and people that don't understand but phil spencer was pointing this out in terms of investment into uh studios look at the expansion that um that um ninja theory has done right in building out new uh motion capture studios and creating new teams so that they can work on multiple games at once right so Instead of only being support studios, I think that they are going to increase the sizes of those teams so that they can also work on other things. In the same way that you've seen, you have Arcane Leon and Arcane Austin uh, working on two separate games that come out very close to each other. So, um, but I would like to see COD go uh, biannually and then, you know, you can you can fill the the gap with Warzone in terms of, you know, you can just have events for Warzone versus a whole new COD campaign. So if you just, the simple act of letting that breathe, since there are three teams on COD, if you, if you, if you, if you say COD today has a three-year development cycle, by going every other year, now COD will have a six-year development cycle, which will allow them to work on other projects uh, while they do that. So I think, I think there are ways they can do it, but absolutely for sure. Uh, I'd love to see these studios working on other things. And the other thing to think about these studios already are working on other things. Cause remember, yeah, well, Infinity yeah, it's confirmed War, that. In, yes. Infinity right? Ward is also working on, on, on a first person 
First uh, person or third person? Is it? You know what? Because the, the, I know that Treyarch is working on something that's non-Call of Duty. And I know Infinity Ward is also rumored to be working on something. It's like a space RPG yeah. uh, in the veins of like um, like uh, Mass Effect. Right, and that's what I mean. I don't even know if that is going to be that's going to be first person. So, I, and I say that to say. I think that they're already on the road of doing that, and that's why the biannual thing was uh, sort of announced. And Phil said one of the, the thing that interested him most about this acquisition was that he's seen their future roadmap, and it is more than just COD, right? And they're, they're seeing ways where they can where they can grow. So to me, uh, having that talent producing games uh that are not cod it is amazing but i don't think i don't think cod suffers um and i i do think um you know cod could stand to to take a slowdown for a bit but we'll see because it's like it's like crack to some of these people cod they need that in their veins every year it's, it, it is it is um event it's a yearly event when cod comes out so yeah. Do they really want to want to mess with that? And I think the year that it takes a, a, a pause, it is going to be sorely missed. But then I think it comes back like bigger than ever, just because you know you gotta. You, it, people can't miss you unless you leak. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, no. And then you know Blizzard is also working on other things because there's that survival game that they put yeah. out the. The thing for so I do think we're going to get a lot of games that are not the mainstay, you know, Overwatch, Diablo, Warcraft, and COD. Um, I just want them to bring back Crash and any of these other games. Uh, I don't even think we're having this, this whether it's going to be exclusive talk or not. So when you have the talent at Activision Blizzard making games for um, making exclusive games for Xbox. I think everybody wins. So, yeah, no, I mean, that's good stuff. JD Gamer drops an additional very generous $10 super chat and says, So, Call of Duty skips next year and Halo Infinite gets on absolute, uh, gets uh, on absolutely huge. Uh, it's uh, its biggest yet content drop next November, delivering on its promise and blowing up its player count to new heights. Forge's life. Yeah, Forge is going to be a, a huge part of it. Um, I I really want to see. I mean, look, like I said, folks, what what can I say? I, I have both battle passes finished. I, I absolutely adore everything o- about Halo Infinite. It's one of my favorite Halos of all time. I, can, I I just I just wish there was some the more content. That that's my only complaint. Otherwise, it plays great and it's going to be great again. It it really is. Once they get all their ducks in an order, certain affinity is working on Tatanka, as we know. Which is, I mean, it's not, it's not for me. Battle Royals is just not my bag, but it's going to be for somebody, and it's probably going to explode in the scene because, quite frankly, certain affinity is well, they are Halo. They are more, they're even more Halo than three four three is, if you can believe it. Uh, depending on you know who you ask, I think they're going to make an incredible game, and it's. They said it's going to be much different, a much different battle royale type of game. I can't wait to see what they do. Uh, Mag, I want to go to you first, just in case you got to bounce out of the back end. Yes, sir. Uh, we are talking about major talent joining Xbox Game Studios once this deal is done. 
uh, and it's expected to close. And again, I was all off for all like, oh, it's going to close by the end of the year. Probably by March, I would imagine or everyone is going to be giving their blessing and, and they're going to buy it. But you talk about High Moon Studios, Beanox, Toys for Bob, Raven, Treyarch, Infinity Ward, Sledgehammer Games, and Demonware, just to name a few. Because we haven't even talked about all the studios that Blizzard has. It is going to be, I mean, I, I would dare say that Xbox Game Studios becomes one of the biggest and most successful uh, publishers in gaming. Like, I, I don't think anyone is going to be able to touch them. What are your thoughts on this? Is this talent going to be remiss to make what they want or are they going to be in this again stuck making call of duty forever no they're not going to be stuck making call of duty forever i think that they're going to um, um, move around i could see them moving around call of duty to different states we all know that when a triple a game is made okay it is not just let's say i'm going to pull up a name naughty dog naughty dog did not make last of us one and two by themselves they made it with like 14 other studios, support studios and things like that, right? So what they're doing here is by bolstering this, uh, by bolstering the, uh, the, their Xbox Game Studios uh, stable, so to speak, with talent, what you're doing is that you're making everything more self-sufficient. And that is the key to all of this. And that's something that I think that they've been always wanting to do. Something that Phil's talked about before. He doesn't want to utilize or, or, or rent an IP or a license. He wants to own it so that they don't have to pay anybody else. It is all done internally. I could see the same thing with the studios. When they're making a big AAA game, they pull other studios in. Instead of having to contract out like they did with Halo, uh, with several of these studios, and hence some of the problems and challenges they faced with this Halo Infinite, is these people coming in and out, coming in and out. And of course, what got yeah. lost in translation? What got lost oh. was... Yeah, <laughs> what what caught lost is now I can't even think. Um, it, what's what happens is there there's a lack of communication, right? So that's what I was trying to get at. Sorry, there's a lack of communication, and then then that's what was happening. There's a breakdown in communication, and therefore, uh, you know, it, we get these delays where we get two maps in a year. You know what I'm saying? This is something that we'll not be able to move forward with. What they're going to do is when they have a big AAA game coming up, let's say like a Fable or whatever, uh, whatever the Coalition's working on next or a Gear 6 or whatever, they could pull some of these studios in, their own studios, who are familiar with their workplace, familiar with the culture of that workplace, and, and of course, they don't have to pay them uh, some kind of a contracting fee to get them in and out of there. And everybody's on the same page. This is what they're going to do. And what they could do is they could shuffle these studios into different areas to be able to fit, put the final touches on whatever they're working on. Right. If it happens to be Call of Duty that one year, then you move those studios over there to work on Call of Duty. You got Coalition working on Call of Duty. Why the hell not? Right. And then and, and then whatever else. If they got nothing cooking. Right, you can do all these heavy things. Things like that. Now, the same thing with goes to any other game. Like I said, you get a Gear Six coming up. You move some. You move Raven over there to work on an aspect of it or something like that. But what the key get is Treyarch to help with some Halo campaigns, maybe. And right uh, there, you yes, go. I, I like would take that all idea. these things. So what the key to all this, like I said, this is I liken this exactly to what I was saying before about how Phil does not like to rent IP or licensing 
and pay other people to do it when you can own it and it all stays internal. The money stays internal. They don't have to dish it out. Uh, and then you know what? You know, you know what another thing that sort of backs up my thought on this is the fact that they don't pay. I know that it's part of his philosophy, but it, they don't pay for that third-party exclusivity because I don't think they want to pay for, for the exclusivity. I think that maybe there's a mask of it saying, oh, we don't like to lock gamers out. I think it actually has more to do with the financial with the finances than it is that locking other players out of um, of an experience. I think that they would have no problem with that. I just don't think that that's his philosophy. But I still think a lot of it has to do with the fact that why pay someone else to do it when we could do it ourselves and maximize profit internally? That's what I could see happening. Now, that's pretty much all I was going to say about that. I am excited for all of it. I think it's going to happen this year. I know a lot of people say next year, including yourself, Boom, but I'm still thinking it's going to be before Christmas. Um, now, I just wanted to spit a few bars about the Logitech thing because I actually never got to say anything about it. Uh, I was just going to be very quick, like a minute. When Game Pass takes off, that Logitech thing is going to take off. The thing oh, is, I agree. they got yeah. to lower the price. When they lower the price, then it's really going to come into his own. With, and then, of course, what, what, uh, what, that, what Everborn said there. You know, with the um, uh, what the hell is it called? Damn it, the subs the subsidizing thing that the, that that program that they have. I can't remember the name. Oh, of it. the uh, all the, access. The, all, all access. All access. Thank you very much. Yes. Why not do something with the all access, or maybe even bundle in uh, or subsidize six months of Game Pass when you purchase it at full price, or something like that that you can get people interested in. But when that Game Pass takes off, when Call of Duty's in Game Pass, you watch that thing fly in the Asian markets and within the oh, children. Yeah. Because let's face it, the other thing is too, Nintendo shows absolutely no sign of releasing new hardware because let's face it, it's the Japanese model. Keep feeding them the same, you know, keep feeding them the same outdated crap. Like I said, if they could get away with it, if it wasn't for Microsoft, okay, they would, or even Sony at this point, they would have still been serving us cartridges for $120 if they can get away with it, right? They would do that. Because they're not they're not interested in pushing the tech forward. They're they're interested in making the money, and that's what I see with that. But anyways, and the thing is, people are getting tired of the switch. The switch is outdated tech, no matter which way you look at it. And you know what? They're gonna get tired of playing that ridiculous game. What the hell is that one? The button you like, boom! I can't stand it. Animal okay. Cross. Yeah, there you go. The one with favorite. the with the voice and the beep, 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 beep. <laughs> And I'm like, can't you guys I heard, afford? I heard, I heard you guys say that on uh, culture. I was dying. Dude, I can't stand that. You know what? Can't you afford voice actors for Christ's sake, you Nintendo? Anyways, and then, of course, there's that racist portrayal of my people. What's his name there? Mario. Okay, I'm tired of it. Tired of it. We're not <laughs> all plumbers, by the way. Oh, no. Italians are plumbers. Well, at least not all of us, anyway. But except for my cousin. But anyways, besides that, the point <laughs> is, you know, this thing could really take off, right? And I could see that. But anyways, that, sorry, I just wanted to get that out there, but quick. But back to the Xbox, uh, Xbox Game Studios thing. This is going to be huge in order to, like I said, it, they're all going to be helping each other. It's going to be one big happy family. The biggest concern and the biggest problem that I'm going to have is how are you going to control the situation or keep it under control? How are you going to, you're going to have to divide it up into different divisions with different yeah. leaders in different divisions. Matt Booty cannot be the emperor from Star Wars and watch every single studio by himself. He is a human being. Yeah. Okay. Booty he is can't not handle it. Yeah. Yeah. The booty can't handle it. Nope. Never mind. You can't handle the booty. The booty can't handle that. The problem nope. is he is not omnipotent. Okay. He's going to have, they're going to have to break it up into subdivisions. Okay. So that they have a different head in each department that takes care of, you know, X, Y, and Z Four. you take four studios, you take six studios, you take eight studios, whatever. And then of course, once a week, you have your weekly meeting with all the heads uh, come and sit down and they all talk about what's going on. 
right? But, and they figured but, but it all out. Mag, isn't that kind of happening like with uh, Zenimax and now ABK? Because well, they're I'm still self-governed is, at this point, right? But to to that end, I think you don't. If you buy another individual studio now, like IO Interactive or somebody right. like that, you don't put them under XGS. You put them under Zenimax, or if you if you have Activision, then you well maybe not Activision, but you know what I'm saying. Put yes. them under one of those, so it's not under Matt Booty, and now you have it sort of separated out, and, it, and everybody can kind of fair. But what I'm trying things. to tie. Yes, I, I I get what you're saying. That makes absolute sense. But the only reason why I'm going to say maybe not, or maybe just like slightly disagree on it, is that if they're going to do collaborations together with different with the, with between ABK, uh, Zenimax, and of course Xbox Game Studios, okay, if they're going to be collaborating on different things, then they're going to have to intertwine with each other, right? As opposed to being completely self governed, and that's where you're going to need to divide them up slightly into different departments. Like I said, maybe one team from Zenimax can go over to Xbox Game Studio. Whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know the details. I'm just saying in order for them to work on different projects together, they're going to have to be they have to be able to seamlessly move from one project to the other without interrupting. I think that in order to do that, they're going to have to break them up eventually into smaller categories. And I think they would break up Zenimax and break up ABK you know what I mean? Put King. I mean, King doesn't really count. Let's face it; they're not going to be part of they're what their own thing. Into. Yeah, they're, they're their own, own thing. Well, That's I, mobile. I, I think. I think uh, mobile is going to play a lot bigger part than people realize. Of and course, it will. They're going to build out King to turn a lot of these IPs into mobile billion dollar powerhouse Warzone's going mobile i mean that's a billion dollar idea right there i mean you remember everybody laughed when phil spencer said i mean i know we've talked about it a million times but when he said two billion billion gamers gamers, yeah mm -hmm. and everybody laughed their balls off and they said they all scoffed they're not scoffing now because you know how many how many hundreds of millions of people are playing candy crush that's what he was talking about people uh, think gamers uh, is console gamers well, no, no. I mean, it, you you bring up a good point because during the last uh, quarter financials for Activision Blizzard, uh, if you didn't know this, maybe you not, maybe you now you know this. Uh, uh, Candy Crush made more money than mainstream Call of Duty yes. combined with all consoles and PC. Correct. Now, but it does that every time. Like it's yeah. been doing that yes. for like years. That's where all the growth in in gaming is. It's in mobile, and this yep. is why this is why Sony bought that studio. They, I mean, it's laughable when you compare the studio they bought to King, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just competing at different levels. But I do think you're going to see a bigger because we're we're old farts, right? Forget about us. You have to look at where our kids are playing exactly. games, and they don't have any qualms with playing on a tablet or whatever. And this is what this is why. You know, they're sort of trying to uh, bridge that gap with the cloud to say you can still have these AAA experiences on mobile devices. You're just doing it uh, via the cloud. And, and I, I think that's that's the way you get everybody together in gaming. I do want to add one thing to your point, uh, Mag. It, I don't think it is a coincidence that they um, that they said you know, there are one point at, at the Tokyo Game Show, they highlighted that there are 1.7 billion gamers in the Asia Pacific region. Yep. Mm-hmm. What does that tell you about where their focuses are next? And well, that's going to be the next big acquisition, i.e. Right. Sega. Or a conspiracy theory that we talked about over the weekend, but 
I guess we'll save that one for another day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, we absolutely will. But listen, let, let, Kaysan, let's bring you into the conversation. Look, you, you've talked about this before. And again, this is, this is a known commodity. These studios, even though they're only making Call of Duty, by the time they're done, we'll have made one of the best Call of Duties. It, it appears that Modern Warfare 2 is going to be the, the shining gem in the crown, if you will. That says a lot about yep. this. these teams having incredible studio leadership yep. as well yep. as talent. And all of that talent is coming over to Xbox Game Studios. What are your thoughts, man? Yeah, it's very interesting. You know, uh, um, I think I think specifically Phil and, and his team are in a very unique position right now because they have two two masters. If you think about it, they have two masters that they have to they have to uh, adhere to, and each master wants to know that basically what we what we want is exactly what you're doing, right? Uh, uh, Phil and and he's uniquely positioned to be able to hear mm-hmm. them both, right? He is uniquely positioned to hear the gamers because he's gaming with them. I mean, right All now right. he's probably playing playing Destiny Two or something else. He's gaming right now, like he's always at night. Like, in, I've, I see him pretty frequently. He's gaming, right? Yep. And he knows what gamers want. He knows, hey, we want that AAA. This we want that. He's he he name dropped a bunch of very interesting. IP that people had forgotten that Activision Blizzard was about, right? When when this whole purchase situation came about. So he's trying very hard to thread that needle specifically while at the same time keeping the the good times that is the, the salt mines of Call of Duty still going, right? Because the money men, right, okayed you to buy this salt thing mine. because the money keeps, go- keeps flying, right? You don't buy them and then tomorrow close up shop and go, oh, well, it's all done now. Right, people would get very upset because even though even though there are there are interests about the games, there are people who are very much interested in what Call of Duty will do, and they've never touched a controller before. They just want the money, right? So yeah. he's speaking to both houses, and he's trying to thread that needle very well. And and, and what the mag was saying was exactly true, and I, I agree with, with the with the panel um, the panel members at, uh, um, by and large. I think a bit of both is about to happen here, right? So. Uh, uh, and, and and let's be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of the uh, of, of the style, the management style of the booty. You know, oh, are, are, <laughs> we, we, you, we've talked about that. Yeah, he, do he, you have I, something I, to show me? No, you don't. Well, then I'll I'll, I'll turn tail and, and go home. No, that's not your job. It's I have a show in six weeks. Give yes. me something. Thank not, you. Uh, may I have some, please? No. Okay. Well, then I'll go back and ask again <laughs> next time. No. <laughs> Thank you, What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. Mr. Nice Guy doesn't get the job done, you know, because still at the end of the day, your job is to produce. And so far, how long have yep. you been in that job? Eh. So, so I, I get all of that. Publicity year 2021. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Pandemic How about you turn your camera on so we can see you, Captain? Wow. Wow. <laughs> what I'm talking about. I'm How, not about gonna let you me. How about we see the cap? I just want my cap. knees in 2023. That's all I want. See, see, there you go. And, and then when that doesn't happen, he wants his knees in okay. 2024. At knees, some point, please. he'll get them knees, baby. Well, I, I, knees, I got news please. for you. You know, That's speaking speaking of knees, uh-huh. I'm looking up over there, and right above my Microsoft stock fo- uh, oh, portrait up there is going to be Sante's knees. Now, now he's smoking something, ah, ladies and gentlemen. When, uh, when, when Sonic Frontiers. 
sells more copies than uh -huh. God of War Ragnarok. And, and you know why? Just, you know why, Mister Mister Boomstick Excel says says the Sonic Frontiers will sell more copies because it's only it's going to be playable also only on the Switch. Yeah, only on the Switch. Mm -hmm. sure, I, I, only well, that actually, believe it or not, I'm, yeah. I'm saying it because they did, did anyone see the new Sonic anime that's releasing on Netflix? It looks pretty darn great. It, yes, it, it does. does. <laughs> so it comes in a time yeah. where we're so, coming off so Sonic So let's not, let's not you, make you this You think Sonic... that was by accident? So you can nest in my kids' let's, ears and eyes before Sonic Frontiers comes? Let's not make this a Sonic conversation. After they but, saw but the every Sonic time I, every time this comes up, I say one thing. One thing and one thing only. That I stand. No, 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 no. Please, please. I stand to lose. To sell I stand to lose the knees because they have everything to gain. But there's one big if. If, if the it, game is good, which the latest trailer no does faith. suggest that it looks pretty damn good. But listen, we shall see. We we, we no, indeed no, long, shall long, see. Long story short, this this whole Activision Blizzard thing. You know, I honestly, honestly, honestly think that. At the end of the day, when this is all said and done, it's going to be awesome. People yeah. are going to love it. But in yep. the short term, it's going to be a lot of, wah, 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 you know, I honestly think that Microsoft is trying to thread both needles. They want, they know that the creatives are there and want to be creative. And they know that you don't need to get the creatives out of the room to make money. So they're trying, they're trying to keep the status quo for, for in the short term, right? Hey, they make money. Let's keep them making money to keep the money makers happy, right? The, or the, 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 the money men, if you will, the, the, the investors happy. But in the long term, I honestly think that Phil thinks that creativity still pays and he'll let them go out and do, right? Uh, Activision Blizzard said, oh, plastic instruments, what? It wasn't selling. He name dropped that after yeah. purchase, right? Yeah. So he knows that creativity will, will, will outlast all this, you know, rinse, repeat, because it's making money thing, right? It's just, he also knows that he's not speaking to gamers when he's when he's making these big purchasing decisions. He's speaking to those money men who's never grabbed a controller and they may not understand what they're right. what he's talking about when they say, hey, these plastic instruments will actually bring people back. They won't yeah. get that, right? Yeah. They'll go, look, they buy Call of Duty every year. Why are you stopping the train, right? Whereas Phil Spencer knows gamers like us, we want that, 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 the diversity we want to bring the old school back we want to add new while while while, while uh, retaining the old you know what i'm saying so you know it'll be interesting to see it'll be interesting to see but i honestly think that's what they're trying to do and i'm looking forward to 2023 to see how well this works yeah i, I absolutely agree crispy let's get your opinion on this brother but before i do i got to catch up with some of the super chats highlander 001 drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says the uh, the content that they will be added to Game Pass after the Activision acquisition is finalized will be killer. Will Sony Pony start saying Xbox has games? I don't think they ever will. I'm gonna be honest with you. Some of the some of the stout you know fans of Sony who just cannot stomach to see Microsoft win will never bow down to Microsoft being the best publisher in gaming, regardless of how many ninety. Metacritic scores that they get. I just, I just think that's the nature of the beast. Uh, JD Gamer drops not one but two additional super chats, and one of which is ten dollars. It's a bit of generosity, JD. He says you could set up XGS the same way Embracer Group does. That's a great idea. Every time they buy a new uh, a new set of studios, they create a new subdivision. So buy buy a set of studios, a la IO, Certain Affinity, Asobo, Crytek. Yeah, I. I I think that's a freaking fantastic idea. 
And uh, another $5 super chat. Thank you again. He says, after you buy the set of studios, then you recognize them all into a group overseen by a studio head that now acts as a liaison to MS proper. I mean, that's... Well, fan that's basically the embracer group that's the embracer group model right now that's yeah, what he 100%. said he said it's the embracer mm-hmm. group way and, and i think i think yeah. he's on to something but crispy let's listen you we know that how you, you know what your affinity is when it comes to multiplayer that like that is where your your home is seeing all of these studios joining xbox game studios two of which are working on new ip infinity ward and i believe it was um treyarch both working on uh new 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 games what are your thoughts of all of this talent making xbox game studios literally one of the best publishing houses in gaming yeah what's wild is is like so many i mean we didn't even include um blizzard albany uh formerly vicarious visions was working on call of duty as well um so you had so many teams working on call of duty I mean, when you see Treyarch, Sledgehammer, and Infinity Ward working on them, that's that's to be expected. But now it's like, let's just take everybody. And it seems like everything has stopped for everybody else. So they need to, I think they eventually will try to make one dedicated developer that takes anybody that wants to work from Call of Duty first and then throw money at people to get them in there as well. You know, I mean, I mean, you look at the coalition three, four, three. I mean, the, the model is kind of already there. And now you could say, oh, you know, it has, the games haven't been as good as they used to be. Well, when you're constantly putting out 80 to 90 plus metas, I, I think they know what they're doing. I'm sorry. I mean, when's the last bad game you've seen from one of those studios? So you make a dedicated Call Ghost. of Duty studio. Call of Duty know? Ghost is probably the last bad one. Long time ago. That was, no, that was pretty bad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah. but there's, you know, like, even bad, they can still... So imagine if they make a great game, you know, because, you know, <laughs> you look at Vanguard and it was like, meh. You know what I mean? And still and, the number one seller of 2021. And that's that's it's the still point. the number one, even a shitty number game one, sold the most. Isn't that the number one selling game of 2021? So imagine Jeez. you get, you know, you get into the the plethoras of the the Forzas, the gears and everything. You get you get those type of, of quality out there now with Call of Duty because you give it a little time to rest for the love of God. Yeah. And then and then you maybe start thinking about creating, you know, maybe take one of those studios and rebrand it in some way and make it one big call of duty studio. And then you bring those support teams, but it, it will be uh, less likely because you'll have more people that really want to work on it rather than being felt that they're forced to do it. Cause that's what I feel like we hear a lot coming from their studios is that you really, nobody ever says they're excited about being a support studio for call of duty at this point, because you're regurgitating content. So I, I think, you know, down the road, I, I mean, come on, Chris, Crispy, would you be happy to when we tell you you're going to go spend your day in the salt mines? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, but but to be fair, and, and that's where you be fair and you say there's going to be people that do want to work on that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. So yeah. why not put those people? Great somebody, for the resume. Somebody yes. might be working for Blizzard and really be like, oh, you know, I really would love to work on a Call of Duty. And then they throw the call yeah, to yeah. arms out there and they bring people that really want to work in it first. And then you bring other talent, you know, with money. I mean, that, that money talks BS walks, as we like to Absolutely. say. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, but that's where you go and say, then you let Raven, you let some of these other studios really do what they're good at. I mean, 
the IPs that they've done over the years are incredible from Spider-Man's to Jedi's to just all different kinds of games. Wolverine. You know, like they're just Wolverine was amazing. You know, and then that's where you, you go and say like, you know, there's not everybody needs to work on a certain IP. Now you can go and work on these other games. Like, you know, when toys for Bob needs to come in and help call of duty, like for the love of God, yeah, yeah I, I mean, like they should be Ridiculous. doing something, so you know, another Spyro or something like that. You know what I'm saying? They should be doing what they're they're really good at, and they're a talented dev. And of course, they helped Call of Duty, but still, it's like let them do what they want to do because you know they really don't want to do that. They're not they're not they didn't join Toys for Bob to work on Call of Duty, and I hope that's what happens. You know, when Microsoft gets this deal done, I mean, unless the floor falls through, but I, I, I think yeah, we're good on. We're good on that at this point, you know, unless something crazy comes out. But, you know, we just have to look at it and they're going to have to restructure in some way, shape or form and, you know, really get people that, you know, want to be on Call of Duty. And if it takes three years, you know, six year dev cycles, as you like to say, then then let it take that. And, you know, like usually we'd have a gears by now. You know what I'm saying? Like they're letting gears sit. You know, and a lot of people sat on that cliffhanger like, oh, shoot, you know, what's yeah. year six mm-hmm. going to be like? A lot of people want it. But at the same time, you know, we need to see something else from the coalition. And, and hopefully we do. So, you know, you look at these developers like 343, like everybody hating on Infinite, but it's still it's it's considered a great game. So it's a great game. Yeah. You know, like you can hate on it as much as you want, but, you know, it's still successful. It's still a great game. It spawned so much from it and and so is call of duty so i think it just needs a little love and a little patience you know what i mean and once we get that these other great developers can do other stuff i absolutely agree real quick gotta shout out ellis murder man foster man that is a great name he dropped i missed the super chat of two dollars earlier and really the super chat is great but it's what he says that really makes it all worth it you guys are awesome that is all Thank you so much. And he dropped another one. And again, I mean, this is like a boxing name, like Ellis Murder Man Foster Champion, right? It, 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 just, it just rings a bell, dude. He drops an additional five out super chat and says, Boom, you missed my first super, but I want to say no matter what Xbox does, it'll never be enough for PlayStation people. Uh, he said, be enough. PlayStation people are delusional and just. No, 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 no. Hold on. Say that correctly. He said, PlayStation people. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, uh, don't wait, get it twisted. Hold, hold on. Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, Fucker. Oh, wow. Okay, then. <laughs> do what that's you got to do. <laughs> Stop worrying about these people. You can never make happy. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say a big thank you uh, for our, we had almost 400 people here today. Uh, I want to thank everyone that tuned in for new the new episode of Primetime Gaming. Let's get to the outro. Shout out to Gerald Mack in the chat. He says, can we agree the gaming industry has clearly outgrown this feeble plastic war a thousand percent? And Big Mad Mo, what's going on, my brother? Hopefully you're doing well. He says, how many engines will they have after the deal? Quite a lot, to be honest with you. I I don't know what they do next, but let's get to the outro. We'll start first with Crispy Bond. Sell your brand, brother. Where could people find you on other podcasts? And more importantly, reach out to you on social media oh, always a pleasure gentlemen shout out to the chat it's at chrissy bomb on twitter chrissy bomb 28 xbox live you can find me tomorrow night 8 p.m the next podcast we got 7 p.m tuesdays retro renegades and of course back here on primetime gaming we'll see you then
Thank you, brother. And uh, Kay Asante, uh, you guys knocked it out of the park and even broke records. You went yeah. longer than living split screen. And oh, you know boy. what? That's hard to do. I actually listen. We're not going to recreate that. Show. We're not doing that again. No. I, I know, but you know what? You 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 you, you got you to visit every now and again, and just mm-hmm. and, and just do those four hour, nearly four hour podcast. It was really good stuff. Sell your brand, brother. Talk about your podcast on Saturday mornings, ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And where can people reach out to you on social media? Well, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, uh, and again, thanks to the panel and thanks to, to the, the chat. Always lively conversations going on. They're still going on uh, about the, the various consoles and all that in the chat. So thank you guys. It's always what, what I'm here for. To, I enjoy the back and forth. TKO Asante, Twitter, Xbox, PlayStation. As Boom mentioned, we did it. We had a uh, almost a four almost a four hour podcast uh, last week. But but you know we're, we're trying new things and. And as you guys probably know, those of you who are here, who are the hardcore gaming community, the gaming gods provided last week, and we really had to talk about it. So it ended up being a very long thing. Uh, as, as I'm sure you you saw, Boom, we're also trying some different topics and mm-hmm. trying to add different things into the mix there. You know, uh, I really want to talk, and, and, and Everborn, this might be homework for us for the weekend. I really want to talk a spoiler conversation about the Cyberpunk 2077 TV Ooh, show on Netflix? Two episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bro, I heard it's amazing. Oh my God, I heard it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. I Great really want to have a But also, did that. you hear uh, um, CDPR talking about a million players a day? Yes. The, game, the, the show here. was so good that it got people to go back into you, the game. You see what happens when you actually make a good show? You know what I mean? The show was <laughs> like, because of Netrunner. It kind of, you know, it kind of did it's, one of these. It sparked interest in the game. Absolutely. Well, that happened with The Witcher. Remember when The Witcher series came out? Yes. People started buying the game again. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine, absolutely, if people, absolutely. imagine if people like the Halo show. Stop it. Okay. Anyway, Master so yes, Cheeks, either this week, as he's known, Master Cheeks, he says. <laughs> either this week or a, 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 an upcoming week, expect some spoiler conversations from us about that show and a few of the other shows going on. Andor is out there for those who are watch who who are into that. I might be watching that too because Rogue One was one of my favorites. You know, we have a lot of stuff going on, so check us out. Game and Circle Podcast, GCP. Uh, Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know, you follow us, we'll follow you back. When we go live, you'll know when, when that's happening. And we thank you guys so much for checking us out. We'll be back next week. Yes, absolutely. And the Everborn Saga, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can get the Everborn Saga. Check out all the different, uh, you know, uh, you know, um, um, books that you got going on, as well as, of course, you're making a game in the background, a side-scrolling beating up. I can't wait to try it. Talk about it. Yeah, man. Uh, Everborn Saga everywhere. That's Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mostly Twitter, but most importantly, <clears throat> EverbornSaga.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter if you want to get updates about the game we are working on. If you go to EverbornSaga.com right now, you can see um, the books that we produce as well as uh, one of our games so you can get an idea of the quality. Uh, the animation work is finally coming in, so I'm going to be doing a I, pro- I keep promising this, but it's coming. I'm going to be doing a live stream soon uh, showing you guys how to make uh, video games because I think more of us should be doing it because we've got the skills and the talent between all of us. So uh, everbornsaga.com, check that out. That's where you get the books. Uh, if you're into fantasy, you're into anime, you're into um, you know 90s era video games, that's what Everborn Saga is all about. So come on, check it out. 
Interesting. Uh, and definitely check that out for sure. Uh, Scott Gamer Dude drops an outstanding and very generous $10 super chat on our way out the door. He says, I'm here late, damn. Well, hello, panel, and hello to you, Scott. Thanks so much for the generosity, but thank you for joining us. He says, um, let's see, I, I watched this on demand later. Yeah, it's also going up on the RSS feeds. You can get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all your favorite stuff. As soon as I'm done with this show, I download it and upload it, so you'll be able to listen to it there. He says, wondering if you heard about the Game Pass, I heard about Game Pass, 30 days of Ultimate equals 18 days of the new family plan question mark for people that pay, that are paid up i have not heard about that uh, i'm going to be adding yeah. two people to my thing and if i have to pay a little more i'm paid up until may of well 2025. i think if i'm not mistaken i think he's talking about the fact that since they tested it out in colombia it was i think it was colombia colombia yes it was one that, of them yeah that, ireland and that, the people yeah the people who had who had a full uh, uh a year worth of of game pass ultimate was prorated down because of the the fact that it turned into the family plan so presumably mm. if you have a pro, if you have a single account that you've paid up for x amount of years they will prorate it so it equals the amount of the family plan but we won't know that until obviously until they announce it here and they make the prices official either way right I'm, now, I'm, gonna, just, I'm adding two people to my thing and i and yeah. i'll just i'll just wait for a sale and just do what i do and just load up uh yeah. and i think everyone should do that as well folks thank you so much for tuning in making uh we are almost at 3.5 million views on nice. youtube which is awesome. bonkers for five years under five years uh obviously we're heading to 11.2 k thank you for that uh we could not have uh that kind of success if it wasn't for you folks uh, the that 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 are subscribed that keep watching and checking out the shows that we do and obviously if you know i am streaming five days a week monday through friday uh, we are launching a new show, which is still being worked on right now for Mondays. It's going to be a, a 70 to 90 minute show. I'm going to be doing that with Fuzzy Velvedere and Web Dave on Mondays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mrs. Boom actually came up with the name of the show. I can't wait to unveil it. And Ben Kenobi is doing the artwork as we speak. And of course, a big thank you to all the Super Chats. Those are really do make a big difference as well as channel memberships because it allows us to give back and this friday we're doing a 500 giveaway 10 50 gift cards for a total of 500 in digital prizes and all you got to do to win is be in the chat during breakfast with boom we go live at 10 a.m eastern standard time and i i'm trying to get king david to pop on maybe we'll talk about some dancing room uh dan dance move jim ryan stuff and I'm, we're all still waiting for the rebuttal from Microsoft. So hopefully that will happen this week. But listen, I'm going to close out the show with something, folks, that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me with kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. We'll